We're back. Three dudes and Cold Bruce podcast. It's a blistery, humid June thirtieth afternoon on a Sunday. Me and uh, me and my dear buddy uh, Steve here are drinking a couple of beers. Uh, we're gonna get this motherfucker going. It's episode forty-eight. Did I already say that? I can't fucking remember. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm Eddie Goddamn Vegas. And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fall Tongue and Work. We are actually drinking some brews on three We, we actually are. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's, it's definitely been a while. Ray, I don't know his Uncle Dobby. We will not be making an appearance today, but I'm here. <laughs> then why do you have to say that you're known as Uncle Dobby? Because he's still Because I'm Dobby. practically known as Uncle not Dobby. Not practically. You are known as Uncle Dobby. Yeah. No. You're Raybocop. Raybocop. I do like Raybocop. <laughs> I would like to take that picture and turn that into an actual thing. We got to send that to fucking yeah. Rick and have him do something. You more. are definitely Raybocop. That's pretty good. Come on. Is that from Savers, I believe? Yeah. yeah. Me and you were working at Sam's Club. And? I'm Gary. Hopefully you guys are actually hearing this and it was actually uploaded so you guys can hear this. Whoa. Oh, already a dig. What? But before we get into that, here's a question for you guys. New Corn album. New Slipknot album. Box office. Toy Story, Child's Play, and Godzilla, etc. Is it 1999 or is it 2019? Jeez. Motherfuckers, get real. What's up with the fucking way, way back machine all of a sudden? I didn't even realize that. That's kind of crazy. Think about that for a minute. This is the fucking world we live in 20 years later. Unreal. Think about the box office right now. Think about what's in the movie theater. You know what just kind of pissed me off, too? I was looking at, uh, you know, bringing movies back to the theater. You know, bringing whatever old clockwork like orange, movies. old movies. You'd think that they would charge like fucking six bucks to go in to see a movie. No, they no, charge a fucking full price to go yeah. see a fucking old movie. movie what brought that on? Else. What's going back in the theater? Uh, what was it? Uh, the fuck was well, Showcase it? does that yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah it's a long colors. list of things. I, I know they do it on Showcase. Yeah. Well, it's not even... It's, it's, a, it's the company that does it. And what they do is they kind of give you... Um, they'll give you exclusive footage or they'll give you like an interview. Because uh, a couple years ago I saw Jaws. And they yeah. give you, they give you like, a little... Uh, Five minute like scene insight on the fucking yeah, always, yeah. I saw Goodfellas and it was just Goodfellas. The yeah. difference was instead of having a DVD that you flip over, you fucking it just played the whole way through. Yeah. What uh, what do they charge at Nisquamica Driving? Because they do old movies at the drive-in in Nisquamica. That I'm sure. Normally drive-ins are like fifteen a car. That makes yeah. sense because you most likely you're bringing a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, and you're watching two movies at a time. Yeah. How much of a pain in the ass that used to be? Fucking double disc, fucking like yeah, what to flip a it fucking over. pain oh, in the fucking Who fucking okayed that. Dude, <laughs> said, like you could clearly fit the whole movie on one side. Yeah. What the Who fuck wants to fucking that? flip a Dude, DVD to, to watch a movie? I used to fucking hate fucking uh, double VHSs. Oh, those are the worst. Oh my god, because fucking like uh, oh, cause I, I always used to watch fucking JFK. I used to watch it like fucking at least once a month. So Braveheart, like, that was another one. Dude, yeah. uh, fucking it was the worst. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad because it's essentially two movies yeah, in yeah, one, so yeah. it's like. You watch one half of the movie, it's like, okay, and then the second half. But, like, yeah, Goodfellas, it's like, boom, fucking movie so goddamn Right before ball. Karen starts ringing the doorbell in the fucking apartment, it fucking goes to black, and you have to fucking uh, flip the DVD. And as soon as you flip it, as soon as it comes in, it's her going, hello, is this Mrs. Janet? Whatever the fuck her name you is. You have a whore in 7G. <laughs> Leave him why. alone. He's Janet mine. Rossi, he's my husband. You get your own goddamn man. That's as soon as I only know that because when I would work third shift, as soon as I get, I used to watch it all the time to go to bed because I knew the movie. God damn it, Karen! I gotta come home and worry about this shit. <laughs> That's so bad. There's so much info on a fucking DVD. What, yeah. Why? Did it was ever do that. I don't know why the fuck they were doing. Maybe at that yeah, point, that was the early the, days. This is the early stage. Maybe like they couldn't figure out how to do you it. You can literally put 
foot like fucking it's like what, eight well, gigs Blu-rays, on Blu-rays. Blu-rays are five layers. There's layers of information. Yeah, well, even DVDs, like most of them had uh, all kinds of special shit on them. Yeah. You definitely could have fit the fucking movie on that. Yeah. I don't know why they would do that. But they, on, they, they did probably that make it cost more. That's probably why. Yeah. And sometimes fucking there would be no indication on the yeah. DVD. Oh yeah, you'd have no idea. So like, you're, you're putting the DVD and you get sit down, you're relaxing and it's like, oh fuck, I put part off. B on instead yeah. of part A. Now you gotta let it reload, whatever oh. the fuck, get out of here. That shit sucked. So musically, what were the other ones you said other than Slipknot? There's corn. a new Corn album coming out. New Slipknot album coming out. There's a couple others too, but those are the two that popped in my mind because we talked about I think the Slipknot there's a song. new Alice in Chains because I think they're torn yeah. together. Yeah, Corn and Slipknot are torn together, which is fucking. Which no, is no, fine. No. That Korn, kind of. No, Corn and Alice in Chains. Corn and Alice in Chains, yeah, yeah. But Slipknot's torn. Like, the tours are. That doesn't bother me. No. Not saying that the new albums bother me, but what triggered me doing this was the new Slipknot songs came out or whatever. We talked about them. Cool, whatever. This is 20 years. It was yesterday, it was 20 years since the first album was released for Slipknot. So it's kind of weird and ironic that like that, and I'm pretty sure in '98 or '99 was when Corn blew up with like Freak on a Leash and all that stuff. Yeah, so the that first was, album that was like what '93, '94. Yeah. yeah, but when they when they fucking became Corn, like oh, I think that was, Family Values, that was '98 or '99. Yeah, '98 because the Family Values. Yeah, but it was like late though. It was like October. So realistically, if you drop an album like anything past, I'd say like August. It pretty much might it might as well be a fucking 2000 the yeah. next year. You know what I mean? It might as well be a '99 album. Speaking of which, we got to talk about that too. We got to do an episode where not only do we do, we got to do the six month recap of uh, the second quarter recap of the year on what we, you know, albums that we like so far. Mm-hmm. But I found an album that came out in like late November that I've listened to like 20 times in like two days. I would say days. put it for this year because a lot of times albums that come out in like November or December yeah. don't get heard right away. Yeah. And they don't not, end up making a list because it came out late in the year. And it's even weirder. It's like it's a it's such a summer album. It's so weird that this album came out in late November. Doesn't I don't know why the fuck like yeah. it was dropped like that, but it's so good. It's legitimate. Like instantly became one of my favorite albums in of the year already. And it's it technically didn't come out this year. So mm-hmm. um, I'm lucky if I can snap. And like you, you fucking always snap. Like, that's fucking crazy. It's so loud. I don't got much. I got more than Gary. It, Dude, that's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard me clap? Like legit? No. Oh my god, I fucking hurt you. You know, I don't know, maybe you don't know so much, but like at shows and stuff, like I used to piss people. If there was people I didn't like, I fucking right in their fucking ears, like I just did to you. See the same look you just gave me? Yep, same thing. I got it's the palms, bro. I got huge palms. My hands aren't huge. My palms are huge. See how much? See how big my fucking palm is? It's just it's all mitt. My hand is fat. If you if you put my hand up against a normal person's hand, a, my fucking it's not even a hand. It catches me. It really. <laughs> my fingers aren't that big. That's the crazy part. I got short fucking fingers, but my palms are fucking like a gorilla. That's why I like fucking cuffing bitches. Shit! Don't be saying that around Ray. Ray will start hating. <laughs> no, no he's like, he my those kind of people. Gorillas that are because they're people. Anyways, yeah. So. It's just, I just thought it was weird. It, and what really fucking, I saw a meme or something about it, and it was like, it showed a picture of the box office, and I think the, the top four fucking movies that were on the on the billing were all remakes or sequels. The stuff that had dropped in the 90s. And, like, I know that there's more, and I can't remember what the fuck they are, but just think about the top, like, three movies that have come out in the past month, right? Godzilla was a big deal. Fucking Toy Story 4 is blowing the fucking box office up. 
in uh, Child's Play. Like, did we already talk about how? Well, I think Child's Play looks fucking stupid. Just basically, uh, my brother and my mom went to see. They said it was alright. The doll looks stupid. I'm just saying it looks like fucking Toy Story. It looks like pixel arts. Yeah. And again, Audrey Plaza, so that's a plus. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I didn't realize I knew who she was until I watched her on Hot Ones the other day, and I was like, oh. She's awesome. Yeah, that was a funny episode. She's awesome on shit like that, like talk shows. Yeah, she's she's not ugly. No. I like, I and I, see, there's a weird wave of like. If she was black, I think Ray would even bang her. Oh my god! I'd bang her. Either way, yeah, she was black, her. white. She looked matter. like that. I don't care if she was fucking. If she had fucking two toes, I fucking throw it down. Actually, no, if she had two toes. I'd not do it. I only yeah, do feet, but yeah. But if she had two toes, as long as she wore socks, you wouldn't even know. I would. I don't like. Uh, so if you knew she had two toes, but yeah, like yeah. rocks fucking socks, hundred percent. Even no, the way she looks, I'm telling you, I've walked out on girls after bars because they took their fucking shoes off and had ugly feet. I've been like, no, nope, I'm good. I gotta go home. I swear to God, like making out, whatever else is going on. In case my daughter listens, yo, you you fucking you got some hammer toe. I'm out. I am fucking gone, bro. The fuck out of here. Go get your feet worked on. There's a million fucking there's a million fucking Asians out there that are fucking buff them corns right out. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Think about That's it. That's the name of the episode. There's a million Asians that'll buff that corn right out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a fucking roll today, guys. <laughs> uh, I already want to. Well, you better write that down because you, <laughs> you, you, you know you're gonna <laughs> you forget. Gonna forget it, yeah, I'll, I'll forget. Oh, I'm still not writing it down. No, you, you know you, what you asked uh, yesterday about what I wanted to play. That was two episodes ago when we were talking about the specific thing I wanted to play. No, no, no it was Exorder. Was it Exhorter? Yeah. Remember, right. cause, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you okay. always say, I want fucking this, because you want... Well, there's two things. You two wanted things superhumans fucking... Yeah, the... Whatever. I fucking lost my shit when he did that. Dude, go on his Twitter. He's got all his old footage. It's terrible. It's so bad. Like, his new footage is bad, but it's, his old footage is his really bad. His old footage is garbage. It's so stupid. It's like he would, like I'm going to chug hot sauce and run into this wall. There's no end game for those fucking no, videos. Like, no. this one, it's like, all right, I'm going to jump on fucking uh, glass, and I'm going to, like, you know, break, and then, like, he, boom, he fa- he falls and gets hurt, and that, that's where it ends. This oh, my like, fucking God! It's like, this one, I'm going to I'm gonna run into a, uh, uh, a chain link fence. Dude, the fence was stupid. The fence was, that was the worst one. I'm going to chug hot sauce and run into a fence, but it's not even a fence. It's like a gate for, like, horses. And he, like, barely bounces off of it and then has to pretend like he's hurt on the ground. It's so stupid. Or I'm going to run into the back of this truck pickup. I'm like, well, That was only funny because of the the him trying to do the hike, hike, hike thing with the whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Like there's no... Shaking his little ass. There's no end to those videos. (laughs) Like, he could literally run into those things fucking for, like, 20 minutes and, like... It couldn't end. Like, this one, like, he does a butt buster through a fucking flaming table. Like, yeah. boom. He did you guys listen to the interview? It's only, like, two minutes long. No. I, I put it up on our thing, yeah. I saw that he did an interview, but I didn't. Yeah, it's only two minutes long. Has anyone bothered contacting him? I fuck, I've messaged him on Facebook and, and Twitter. You get back to him? No. That's weird. We should You should send him a thing be like, we're on a podcast. We want to interview you. Like, we'll send you a shirt. I'll send him a shirt. I don't give a fuck. I fuck, I'll send him some us. fucking action figures. He collects fucking figures, dude. He, he, I saw one of those reviews. It's so <laughs> Dude, if he lived in Rhode Island, we'd be, like, best friends. He did He did an Elias one, and he's like, yep, here's an Elias figure, and now it's out of the box. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> like, that was yeah, it. Yeah, and then he did one where uh, he just had the video. Oh, he just had the Elias figure, 
and then it was just he just played like audio from like Raw, and I'm like, this dude, like, yeah, he's like the the more I think he's a genius, then I see shit like that, and I'm like, dude, this guy's just like he just needs to get laid. He's something else, that's for sure. I did pop super fucking hard for Janella and Joey Ryan doing the fucking ah, fuck this shit see, spot. I thought that was hilarious because somebody him. was gonna do it. They're gonna ruin him. Like Janella's gonna get his grubby hands on everything. If anybody was going to do it, though, it was going to be him. Because I'd rather see him do it than a bunch of fucking bullshit guys on my level doing it. Like, I, honestly, would you rather see a bunch of, like, no-name indie guys or at least a fucking name indie so guy? So what happened? They just pop? took his fucking... They did a... They did, I don't know if the whole match was a hardcore match. I assume it is. They had Joe, Joey Ryan was laid out on the table in the middle of the ring. And Janela got up on the top and he said, This is for all the juggalos and juggalettes. And, like, the whole crowd went nuts and did it with him. And he goes, don't try this shit at home. Whoop, whoop. I hope you, I hope you like it. Fuck this shit. And he does a fucking elbow drop onto Joey Ryan through a table. And, like, the whole fucking place went nuts and said every word with him. Yeah. Like, and that dude, for that dude, that's a fucking huge deal. If he's a wrestling oh, fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be able to, like, it's good good for him, you know? And then uh, Mick Foley, uh, I don't know who did. I don't know if somebody paid him to do it or whatever, but he's like, there's a clip of him going, uh, uh, Superhuman is a real stuntman. Like that, and fucking, like, he got so excited. He's like, Oh my god, this is my inspiration. Oh, he probably didn't get paid. He did a USWF one back in the day. Did he? Yeah. Well, the only reason why I said that is because if you well, was well, that, that was back in the day. Now, oh, you, you ain't getting McFoley to open his goddamn mouth unless you give him like, he, Well, it was clearly it. a convention. He was sitting behind or in front of a, a thing. Yeah. But I don't, the thing is, is now they have that. What the fuck is that new app that you can pay celebrities Cameo. to? Cameo. Cameo. Yeah. Whatever. You pay celebrities for what? To say things for you. you so, like, yeah, I can like, pay, like, Mickey Rourke to wish you a happy birthday. Or whatever. Like, and you, like, whoever's on there, and they all have their own fee. Like, some of them, like, $1,000. Fuck that. I, I had, there was, there's a Scott Steiner one, and he's real cheap. I almost had him fucking uh, do, like, an intro for the show where he just fucking all day long. all of us. All day long. <laughs> I would have been all about it. Like, send him a picture of all of us. yeah. You see, there's 33 thirds and a third chance. Have you ever seen that? His yeah. fucking, oh my God. That's when he goes, he's fat. <laughs> Dude, have, have you ever seen the fucking the footage of, of Angle? It must have been in TNA. Angle fucking does, he's up on the top turnbuckle, like almost like a like a superplex position. And fucking Steiner has him up and he and like, Angle punches him off and goes to do like a sunset flip. And fucking Angle goes above him like over over the top of Steiner catches him and is supposed to do like a fucking sunset flip powerbomb yeah. and fucking Steiner doesn't want to take it so he holds he holds on to the thing you ever see like a puppy not want to go in water and it like attaches itself to something like Steiner Steiner fucking Steiner holds on and like like yeah fucking, like, kind of like when you would go to Chop Steve in USWF and he'd give you the fucking T-Rex arms oh the T-Rex arms are the best we dude We've been fucking. We were talking about that last night at, at the show because it was a couple times. Like I fucking one of the people I wrestled last you've, night. You've never seen somebody turn into a dinosaur faster than Steve. <laughs> oh, you you were one of those. I did it a couple times. Yeah. I mean, everybody does yeah. it. If you, and this isn't trying to our typical wrestling talk, right? I promise. But this is more like the the Steiner, the Steiner thing was hilarious. You've never seen that clip. I I, I have, dude. Steiner. When he finally lets himself go, he's like two inches off the ground already, and he just kind of falls. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Even you to fucking... Like, this, this shit like that is amazing. I love stuff like that. Steiner's... Not only is he the best, but he's also the fucking worst. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, right down the middle of might possibly be the worst wrestler of all time. There was a point where he was really good. Dude, when it was the Steiner brothers, fucking incredible. Yeah. He was one of the best. Steiner uh, was awesome when he came in the WWE. Is that the motherfucker that came out wearing, like, chainmail on yeah. his head and shit? 
Yeah, yeah. Big Papa Pump. Yeah. He was the he was awesome until they had that match with Triple H and then Oof. Yeah. No good. That was terrible. <laughs> that was so bad. I saw an old clip of Terror Rising coming out to the ring the other day. I fucking laughed my ass off him and his big crazy fluffy hair. <laughs> Triple H's original name when he was in WCW was Terror Rising, if you didn't know that. It'd be a sick fucking band name, that's for sure. So Ray, did you watch the Ricochet video yet? No. No? No. Did you? Finger popping assholes. How about you, Ed? You know, no, I did have a dream about it the other day, but I had a dream about <laughs> Gary talking about it. So it was weird. I woke up and I went, hmm. I think it's because I was like scratching my nuts while I was sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, or like, you ever just wake up and you're like your hand, like an Al Bundy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I don't know what the fuck happened. I like woke up thinking about Gary, like doing the motion of this. With his finger, and it just—I don't know why the fuck I was thinking hey, about. Double clicking that mouse, he's double clicking that asshole. <laughs> you ever see fucking Twenty One Jump Street the remake with uh, uh, Channing Tatum and fucking yeah. and like they, they got the black girl and she's like, "You guys are all finger finger popping assholes." Like when she says that shit, dude, that would have been a fucking clip for the for the show because of. Well, you, we could probably still fit it in. <laughs> Because somebody, fuck, I almost asked you the other day about it, but I'm like, I don't want to blow them up. We've all had a lot going on lately. I thought my Spotify was, like, not updated, so I, like, kept, like, up, like, refreshing it at, like, on Friday. Because sometimes, like... Yeah, I know. It'll, it won't... So I'm it'll... like, oh, maybe. And then you just, like, oh, shit, I forgot to put it. I'm like, oh. I meant to do it on Wednesday, and then I didn't do it, and didn't think about it Thursday, oh. didn't think about it Friday. It just popped up today. Absence makes the heart grow finer. It's okay. Mm. Joe Walsh and Mike Jakes can go, out, go a week without it. I'd like to, I almost invited Mike on today just to fucking just to throw him on, but we'll plan one out and have him come back on. I talked to Benny about doing the fifty-two episode, and he thought that was a great idea. So whether it's here, or my house, or wherever, if yeah, we should have a couple of those guys. Yeah, we should do it at your house, do it outside, so we can just have a table. Yeah, everybody sit around, fucking mm-hmm. five, six of us, whatever, maybe just chill out, just chill out, have yeah. a good time. I'm down because inside my house is hot as fuck right now. Cause yeah. Your boy is not paying for an OC AC at fucking the beginning of July. Fuck all that. Wait, I put mine in the other day. I can't. I, I'm gonna just suffer. We've been lucky. I usually have mine in like beginning of June. Yeah, I haven't needed it. I, I legit. I just can't afford it right now. It's too much. When you when you because I have a big one for my downstairs because of my dog. But it's not that bad. They're alright. I'll just get a couple of fucking. I got a I got a nice window fan in my in my uh, room upstairs that does both ways so if you fucking if you have it pulling out during the day with the window shut believe it or not it's not that bad when you get home I think ricochet goes both ways too <laughs> yeah no shit Segway. yeah so I don't know um, that was what really got us talking about where how the fuck we got <coughs> this far was the fucking the fact that like the way way back machine or the fucking what you know what it kind of all comes back uh, full circle because listening to a Rogan episode the other day, not the one you're thinking of right away, that we definitely need to talk about the Bob Lazar shit, because, oof, we should probably just talk about that now. Now nah, we'll get into that in a little bit. I do want to talk about that with you. Yeah. But I was listening to the Charlemagne and fucking whoever that other guy is. You know, I, so, I saw some of it, yeah. They were talking about, like, uh, time travel, but not necessarily time travel, like... I can't remember if it was Rogan that talked about it but I was I was in the shower when they were talking about it so I, don't, I can't remember who was saying it but they said something about like if you time moves different for everybody which I never really thought about it like that and it's been fucking with me ever since but it makes sense when you think about it like if you if you had twins right that were born well not twins two people born at the exact same time right so if me and Steve were born at the exact same time so 1201 June 1st whatever 1982 whatever the fuck it doesn't matter when it was 
and you put a watch on both of us. If you go forward 20 years, we, we will have lived different lives. And by whether it's traveling through time or say I played sports and ran more or whatever, our watches wouldn't be in sync. One of them would be, fe- would, one of them would be further ahead than the other one. And it's kind of crazy to think like, supposedly when you live your life faster, moving around a lot more, you go through time different. So technically it makes you stay younger somehow. It's weird how like they were explaining it, but it's a weird concept, but it made sense to me when I was listening to it. Yeah, it made sense the way they explained it. It's not making sense the way you're saying it now to me. I don't remember how they made it make sense. No, but it's, because I'm not saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, say you have two people that live exactly the exact same age, we'll say, right? And you have, you each have a watch that's synced up. Go forward a year, the watches won't match up. Not touch them at all. Like, perfectly in, in synchronized watches. Say I travel a lot. Say I'm out jogging all the time. Say I'm wrestling. Say I'm in an active job. Maybe I'm outside fucking cutting grass or something. And you live a sedentary life. Like, I right now I'm sitting at a desk all day. So my, my watch is going slower. My time is going slower because I'm sedentary. I'm just sitting there doing nothing. My time moves slower. So I might break down easier. Does that make sense? Like, people that move more often, like, if you work out, you it's no, you're well-known. You just you say you're looking younger. You know what I mean? Like, look at Joe Rogan. He's fucking 52, 53 years old. The guy looks like he's 40. Mm. At most, 40. You know what I mean? Like, and the guy never fucking stops. Granted, he's, like, TRT'd up and everything else, but, yeah. like, good for him. It's just, it's just an interesting concept of, like, the more you move around, the more you stay active the more your your body stays functioning you know what I mean yeah it makes sense think of someone who's like 50 and sedentary they by the time they're 70 they have a hot a lot harder time getting around yeah. getting around than, than say a 70 year old who's fucking working and still mm-hmm. doing what they gotta do no and it's just just active lifestyles like yeah. if you if you travel on an airplane more often think about the time that you're losing and or gaining going back and forth you know, like, there's no way if you're going from, like, if you're going from time zone to time zone, like, you're going to miss an hour or gain a few hours or, like, in your, your, you've jumped time a few times. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's an interesting concept. Just a weird thing. But then, the mind fuck of all mind fucks, the goddamn Bob Lazar rabbit hole. Have you guys, either one of you guys watch that? No. You guys know what that is at all? No. Would you like to get into it? Because you guys can talk about it. I don't know it well. Yeah. But, um... Basically, it's a guy, I think he came, this all came out in the 80s, right? Yeah, late 80s, like 89 is when he started coming He out. says he worked at Area 51 in an area called S4, which is like a separate building over there. And um, he he claims that they had nine UFOs and... Working. He, working UFOs, and they were working on this, um, like a reactor, which is what helped the... UFOs fly, but they don't fly like airplanes fly. Or hey, there he is, yeah, little guy. That was, that was a good one. Is that a fly or a spider? That was a spider. It was a nasty black spider. Fuck but, that spider! But this reactor was something they had never seen before, and uh, basically, it's it's almost an antimatter thing, which still doesn't exist to this day. The way he says it works is it creates like this wave in front of the ship, and it kind of like pulls time with it so it can kind of like dart around dart around instead of in the angles that we can't fathom because we we, all we understand are like certain angles so how is this guy still alive so that's the fucking that's the rabbit hole he came out a couple years later and was telling people about it after he was threatened and the reason he came out was so he was a public figure and they couldn't just kill him because if he didn't come out 
they would just, you know, well, the first, the first interview that he came out with, he wouldn't give up his real identity, and he, he did the thing, like, blacked out. Yeah. So you, they didn't change his voice, but they changed, they, they didn't show his appearance, and they, they called him, like, Walter or something. It wasn't, it wasn't, they didn't call him Bob, they called him something else, Willie or something, William or something. And he came out and talked about it on this public show, whatever, and George Knapp, who's a fucking big investigative reporter from the 80s, uh, did a bunch of research about it. Well, after he came out, the fucking government went after him. They went after his family. They went after fucking... They erased his entire past. Yeah, so when this guy was, wild. was investigating him, supposedly the guy, Bob Lazar, was a physicist. He worked at Los Alamos. He worked at... Um, he has a degree at MIT and fucking... Um, Caltech. Caltech, yep. And he worked in Area 51. So they, they erased all that. They, they would go back and try to look and they couldn't prove anything. But then somebody turned up a thing, uh, a phone book from Los Alamos, which is like a test area that had his name in it and how to reach him. So people started wondering, oh, maybe he is legit because if he didn't work there, why is he in the... What was even crazier is the people that worked there lied about him working there. So like when you... So if you were a reporter and you went to Los Alamos and you were like, hey, do you know this guy, Bob Lazar? You've been there 20 years ago. No, I've never heard of him. Yeah. A, it's a big place. So technically, if you go to like G Tech, you might not know everybody in there. Yeah. I work at fucking MetLife. I don't know every person. I know fucking fifty people who work at EB, and none of them know each other. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The six thousand people that work in that that set right. alone. You yeah. know what I mean? So like that's a that's that's plausible. But the people that did know him, that he swears up and down he worked with, would, would go, "No, I don't know who he is." Yet they brought him there, and like a fucking like he drew out a map, dude. Like he knew where everything was. He knew how everything functioned. He knew who the fucking people were and what they were doing. So some either, people did later come out and say, yeah, I remember him. We did this. Because did that. they called him out. Because yeah. he fucking, he called the bluff, essentially. But it took for him to do that for them to finally come out and say anything. On top of that, the MIT shit's wild. Cause it, so what he was famous for technically early on and how he got pulled in to do the, uh, the S4 or Area 51 thing was he put a fucking rocket on a Honda. Like an old, like an 80-something Honda Civic. Yeah. Like a literal rocket engine. He put a legit rocket engine that you put on an airplane on a Honda from his house. Like yeah. He, it wasn't like he was a fucking mechanic racing this shit. He grew up building rockets. He has bike, his, they have pictures of and footage of him when he was a kid and he put rockets on bicycles, like old street uh, beach cruises and shit. Yeah, and yeah. the reason um, he got hired to do that was that because this system that they found in the UFOs they couldn't understand how it worked they couldn't so they figure wanted it out bringing people that might know rocket propulsion and yeah. all that kind of shit yeah and then they, they gave him like a briefing they pull him in for an interview they call him back in they said alright you're hired for this job almost like they sought him out you know almost like going on fucking LinkedIn or something yeah and he didn't he had really no idea what it was he didn't know what it was they, just, they called it S4 they didn't call it Area 51 they called it something else yeah so he said, yeah, sure, whatever. And he, they give him this briefing. So he reads this briefing, and it's all about a fucking spaceship and what they found on the spaceship and how, you know, what they can't figure out. What's crazy, though, is, like, so say you're a rocket engineer, Ray. I, they, they bring in you to specifically try to figure out how the thing moved. Yeah. But they would hire Steve, who's a weapons expert, on how the fucking ship is bulletproof. Yeah. But you don't know that Steve's there working on that because they keep you separate. They, you were only allowed to go in there from 11.56 at night 
literally like weird odd times yeah you have to meet at a specific place you get pulled in on a bus that has blacked out windows or no windows at all so you don't know what the fucking road that it goes into all of a sudden you get pulled up to this building that's literally painted like sand in the middle yeah, of the desert I think I've seen uh, people hide footage where there's buses mm-hmm. that take all the workers who mm-hmm. go there yeah because yeah. Yeah. technically Area 51 is like a working thing but oh yeah, yeah. but they don't tell you obviously it's for the aliens so like they well there's Area 51 52 there's, there's other ones around it that are like Tesla. Out in the Nevada desert, there's fucking holes and craters all over the place because that's where they test nuclear yeah, bombs. You can't even go because they've done so much nuclear yeah. testing. Yeah. Well, because that's where they tested like hydrogen bombs, nuclear bombs, all that shit. But they fucking would bring you in and then like little things like he, there was a scanner, like an early... Now, this age. is just hearing about this. Is this something that you watched, like a documentary? Yeah, there's a Netflix documentary about him and that's good. Yeah. yeah. But the fucking Joe Rogan brought him on yeah with the guy who made the documentary and that's way better so he's actually way, on Rogan's yeah but he did, he's clearly uncomfortable you can tell he doesn't want to do it like yeah. you can tell the guy he did not want to be there like you can see it in his face they same would, with the documentary like, yeah you can tell where he's like I'm, I'm, I don't feel like talking about this anymore yeah. this is fucking yeah. 30 years ago and nobody still believes me yeah not only do people not believe him but on top of that he's been attacked like, yeah. he was literally, back in the 80s, he was attacked. Like, people used to shoot him. And shoot he him. got raided in the filming of the documentary. By the FBI. By the FBI. And it happens all the time. Every time he starts talking about it, they raid him. They'll, they'll come up with different reasons. They say that he's that he's got mysterious chemicals, but he, he's a fucking engineer. Like, so he owns a place that builds fireworks. Yeah. And, like, I don't know exactly what it is. They never really talk yeah. about that. But he, like, in the movie, they show him building his own fireworks or making his own fireworks. They show him doing, like, physics stuff. Really, the big key is... We're going to fast forward a little bit because I can. I don't want to like give you the entire story. But the big key to all of this is a, an element that's not on the periodic table that they found. And that's how this thing works. It's called element 115, I think, yeah. right? And element 115 now has actually been listed. It's been found and it's been proven to be a real thing. And now it's been added to the periodic table since, I think, 2012 or yeah, something. Yeah, and he was talking about it in the, in 80s, the 80s being part of this UFO thing. And like people mm-hmm. were like, well, no, there's no such thing as that. No such thing. Fucking scientists would swear him yeah. down, would go up against him, would fight him, blah, blah, blah. Turns out it's a fucking thing that they figured out. And what the difference is, so gravity as we know, we just know, like, if I drop my phone right now, the phone drops to the ground, that's gravity. Gravity's got a gravitational pull. Turns out it's like waves. We just can't see them. Yeah. So think of the, he had a really good explanation for it too. Yeah. Think about a hot pavement day, right? Yeah. It's really hot, like a hundred degrees. And you, know, you can kind of see heat lines coming off of it. That's literally what gravity is doing all around us all the time. So if you can figure out an element that, like a rocket ship or a, a car, right? You put gas gasoline, which is a combustible combustible liquid, goes into the engine. The engine fires. You add air and fucking gas. You get a combustion that moves pistons, that moves cranks, that moves the fucking wheels to make it go forward. The more gas you put in, the more combustion you get. The faster the car goes. Basic physics, everybody. So there you go. Hmm. We figured out how to make things go forward because of this, and it shoots out the back like the fuel goes out the back. This fucking thing. Picture this being my phone being the the the. Uh, UFO. Yeah, it doesn't have liquid. It doesn't have moving parts. It's got three cylinders with this. It's not even. It's not even wires or anything. No wires or anything. Yeah, it's a metal that we've never seen before, and it's everything's everything's no welds, no fucking creases, no like bends, no angles. It's just cylinder. Yeah, there's three cylinders in the bottom of this thing, and it supposedly can utilize the gravity. Creates its own gravity. All right, that's what it is. And it can fucking force itself off the ground. That's how it levitates. 
but not move. And that's why it can go back and forth, up or down, whatever it needs to do. And as far as we know, you can't create gravity, but this thing creates gravity. This thing can create so, it. Yeah. And that's how it does. It kind of like gives like a reverse pull on it, right? Yeah. So when it wants to go forward, you can make it just move around like this. But when it wants to go somewhere, say it wants to go from a planet to a planet, it lifts itself up so the engines, instead of like our cars where the exhaust goes out the back, this thing, the engines or whatever this thing is, the gravitational pull thing, goes forward, locks on whatever it wants to go to, and fucking zooms at it. And, like, distorts time. Yeah. Yeah, he said it kind of pulls space, the fabric of space-time with it. Like, his ex- his explanation to make it more simple was if you put a bowling ball on a bed and then press in front of the bowling ball, the bowling ball will just go. So yeah. it's kind of a, a more simple explanation. That's a great explanation. Though. Yeah. So did he only see the ship? Did he ever see any aliens? He saw dead aliens. Briefly saw an alien. Well, he says he briefly saw one. He thought back then he briefly saw one alive, but now yeah. he doesn't think he did. Yeah. But he definitely saw dead ones, he says. Um, and more evidence that he's telling the, the truth is obviously the element thing. And he started talking about the little hand scanner. So he said there was a hand scanner where you put your hand, like you've seen them in movies, you know, in like an alien movie, they put their hand Flight on the hand scanner. Like, yeah, yeah. Like somebody but got the like hand three. scanner is was on the ship? No. No, no, no. this was building. to get into the building where he worked. Yeah, yeah. So, it was a hand scanner, so it's kind of like biometrics now. Right, look at my phone, right? It's got a fingerprint scanner. I put yeah. my finger on the right. back and it opens up. But it, it's not fingerprints, so it measures it measures the, the bones bone. in your figure, fingers, and I guess... Everybody's bones They are found out that everyone has different length bones. Like, there's no one that has the same length bones. Just like hands. fingerprints. My fingerprints are my fingerprints. But beyond that, bones are even crazier. Like... You, we do not have the same bones at all. Like it's impossible. So um, I guess he brought that out in the eighties, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's science fiction shit." Like, that's so wait, wait, they had this technology in the eighties. Yes, mm-hmm. and that, so everyone was like, "That's bullshit. That's science fiction." So the guy that does this documentary somehow found pictures of these from um, bases back then. Like he got them through somebody. So they definitely exist when. When Bob Lazar saw them, he's like, "Wow, I I didn't think I would ever see these again." Like, so real time this. on the documentary, the guy shows him the pictures, hides them from, and catches a real foot, like his real reaction to it. And this is not a guy that is an actor. Like you can tell, this dude is not fucking acting. So he's either really good at manipulating and believing his own bullshit, or he's telling the truth. I get no sense that he's lying. But what were you gonna say? Yeah, so sorry. in the eighties. These motherfuckers have a hand scanner that mm-hmm. scans your bones to know who you are. Yeah. Yet, for us to watch Married with Children, we used to have to have a fucking a hanger with tinfoil on it. Yes. Is what you're telling me. Yes. It's ridiculous. Listen, the technology we have now, like out in the public, is probably 50 years behind oh, what yeah. we actually have. Yeah, for sure. The government has. This is an issue. Dude, no bullshit. I've, I've talked about this. Maybe I've talked about this on this, but. I had a friend when I was in preschool to like first grade when I lived in Exeter. Let's go by. I, I lived all over. His name was Jonathan Pereira. And I went to his house one time hanging out. And this is in 90, well, I was six, six or seven years old, right? So, what was that? 1990, we'll say. So, this is 1990. And I'm at his house, and his, he had a real big, nice house. And his dad did something for some technology company. I still don't know what it was to this day because I was six years old and don't remember what it was. But my mom will back me up on this. I walked in to get, uh, they had snacks in the kitchen and his mom was in there. And I heard her, I heard his mom talking to somebody. I thought it was a speakerphone. It was a fucking camera. 
and it was a, or a little TV with his mom or whatever, or her mom. Like, they, the guy had technology, just like we have FaceTime in 1990. And I was like, what the heck is that? Like, I remember being like a little kid and be like, wait, you're talking to the TV? Like, I couldn't understand that she was talking to the, somebody else at a different house. Yeah. yeah. That technology was around in 1990. But we just didn't, it was like being tested at the guy's house. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to test it here to see if it works and then I'll bring it down. How yeah. long is this documentary? About uh, an hour and a half. Yeah. It's new. Yeah. yeah. Well, technically, it's that it came out in eighteen, but it only really came out now. I, I don't yeah, really hear about it. I, I saw it around, but as soon as he went on Rogan, yeah, that's cool. when they started. It was like the main way. As soon as they turned on Netflix, it was like the First main one. thing they showed. Yeah, but Netflix fucking sucks when it comes to uh, promoting this shit. Like they'll put something new on, and you literally have to go fucking searching for it. Well, that's what I mean. With this, it's been out for like a year, probably. But mm-hmm. as soon as he went on Rogan, they probably said, oh, shit, this is yeah. about to blow up. Let's just put this on the main fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, it's worth... Everybody should watch it. But wow. you should also back it up by what... You gotta watch the Rogan thing. How long is the Rogan one? Two hours? Two and a half. Do you have to watch it? Or do you have to listen to it? Can you listen to it? You, you can, can listen, listen to this podcast. Yeah. No, yeah. no, what I'm saying There's is... There's no like, visuals. Oh, right, like, so it's better. No. Okay. Yeah, you can do either one. Just do one, then the other one. Don't do... How do you I do made the mistake of listening to half of the Bob Lazar Rogan episode and then going back. And I would do the documentary first. Yes, 100%. Because there's more detail in the Rogan. And then you can yeah. kind of take interpretation on what you hear on yeah. Rogan. Yeah. Well, uh, because it's real-time speaking. And yeah. it's, a, it's giving him... A, like, you can tell there's three or four times where you, the guy gets kind of frustrated and doesn't, he doesn't want to talk. Yeah, I watched that first. And like, there's a couple times where like he's trying to get into detail and like he forgets things. So I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking lying. Well, the one thing I thought was odd... And you probably noticed this too. Was every time Element One Fifteen gets brought up, all of a sudden the guy has a mental pause and he gets a migraine. Well, that's if you watch the docu- odd. I, I thought that too. But then if you watch the documentary, the guy says, "Did you take Element One? First of all, yeah. I before know. I even get to that, yeah, he doesn't actually say that. He, he doesn't yeah, yeah. admit that he does. But he so did. before I even get to that, what we have now of Element One Fifteen is different than the element 115 that he found. It's the same thing. Different form. But now they have... What we have now, they haven't found a way to stabilize it, which means we can't use it for anything. But obviously it was stabilized to be able to use it for uh, the ship. And this guy talks to a bunch of physicists about element 115, and they're all like, yeah, this we could... I guess before this, everyone was like, no, you can't stabilize that. It's not... You can't. You can't do that. But now they're all like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's definitely a possibility that we can stabilize it and use it for shit. Yeah, we just haven't figured it out yet. We just haven't figured it out. So during the uh, Rogan interview, every time he brings it up, like, he's he doesn't want to talk about it. He's like, oh, I got a migraine, blah, blah, blah. But if you watch the documentary, the guy who makes it is like, is it true that you took Element 115 from the lab and brought it home with you? And he's, I think he said, well, I don't want to get into that or something. He said he backpedals real quick. And that's when the raid happens. Yeah. They have that conversation in the backyard. There's a FBI raid, like, that night or the next day. And they they, they brought up the conversation they had in the backyard privately. Oh, I didn't catch on to that. I think I went and pissed <clears throat> when that was going on. They also wrote it on the screen. Like, it, was, it said... Uh, our conversation in the backyard was br- brought up by the FBI verbatim. Well, so they were when, he, when they went to talk about that, they go off in the woods, 
and he like he swears up and down he's not gonna edit the footage but then he fast forwards the footage that was kind of irritating to me like I wanted to actually hear what the fucking guy was gonna say but well I like, think he didn't want he probably said yeah I took it and he didn't want it <laughs> well yeah but he they took the phones and shit and like put them off to the side yeah he was he, talking about it so he took the element he, he took some home. of it home with him yeah and also he took he got in trouble he got arrested because he knew the flight pattern they used to and Wednesday nights at a specific time over a specific lake, they used to take these the ships out to test them to see if they could figure out how to get them to operate. They figured out how to turn them on, and they figured out how to get them to move, but they couldn't figure out how to use them. Yeah, they haven't. They didn't figure out how it works. They yeah, just they figured out that they can get it to work, not how it works. So, right. were there ever people seeing these out? He brought them. He brought people, he brought to, see people them. to go see them in the eighties. Videotape and his video those tapes are out. Yeah. There. Yeah. Are they out? Are they oh, yeah. in the documentary? Oh yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see it. <laughs> You see a fucking UFO like, like it's fucking, it's so weird. And obviously, his fake head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I still think so. People are like, uh, you can have an aircraft, bro. You know, if he what didn't work there, then how did he know exactly where these tests were and what time to be there and all that shit? So now, like, there was a. Um, I was just gonna bring up another fucking point with that, and I can't remember. Yeah, can, go ahead. I'm gonna remember in two seconds. There was someone I was just gonna add to that, and I can't remember. What um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he brought out just friends, or did they really say? Yeah, he brought out a couple friends because nobody really believed him. And the other thing was, he wasn't allowed to talk to anybody about it when he went home. Yeah. So he had to not tell his wife, and they they tapped his phone lines without telling him because they, <laughs> and they had, found out his wife was having an affair. His wife was having an affair because she thought he was having an affair. Right, because he was never home. And then that's part. That's why he got let go from the project because they didn't want a mental. They don't want any any mental issues in the project. They don't want to have somebody with a meltdown because yeah. their marriage was falling apart. Your life had to be going well in order for you to be doing this. That way, there was no interference with what was going on. Otherwise, you would you could have you know wrecked the whole thing. There was something I was just going to talk about. With I can't remember what the fuck it was. What about the the spacecraft moving? I can't fucking remember. He also got arrested for a prostitution ring. That was. That was the weirdest part about all that because yeah. they didn't really talk. They didn't about really that. get into it. Like he was just helping set one up or something. something but I don't. Like that. It kind of reminded me. Have you ever seen the movie The Other Guys with uh, fucking Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg? And like Will Ferrell turns out that he's he was a pimp named Gator, and he didn't realize that he was a pimp. He just thought he was helping girls like get work. Yeah. And that literally was like that story. It's funny when you think about movies and like how much of this knowledge must have been out there. Like think about go back and. Think about Independence Day now. The first time they go to Area 51 and see the fucking... It's the first thing it made me think of. They they take the fucking... The thing holding the ship up away from it, and the ship just sits there. Like, think about that for a minute. Like, so they knew oh, about the ship. the fucking CIA has hands in all kinds of movies. Yeah. Like, it's wild. Information. Like, like the, even like that hand scanner thing. How many alien movies has we seen that in where they have the shape of the alien's hand, and it's only like three yeah. fingers or something? Yeah. yeah. It's the same fucking thing. Oh, fuck... Mission Impossible movies where they fucking have weird scanners or eye retina scanners yeah. or, which is all real it's all yeah. real stuff and it probably existed then but it didn't hit the public until fucking you know 10 years that's ago. what I was going to bring up the fact that they were so they asked them about they had a really good point where I started really getting into it when it really hooked me you have to give me proof otherwise I'm not like I'm always going to be I'm always going to be skeptical anyways but when I stick my teeth into a theory is when it's like a believable theory to my mind mm. and they talk about they brought up you know the naysayers being like, well, we don't have that technology now. Um, but they had a great explanation for it. So we might not have been able to figure that out because on our planet, we only have specific elements. 
some of which we haven't even fucking found yet, still to this day, because some of them might not have even been created yet because it hasn't gone a long enough time for a certain atoms to, you know, matter or whatever. On this, wherever this ship's fucking planet is, they might have different elements than we do. And another point, he said they might have been alive a million years before us, so they're mm-hmm. just way more advanced. Yeah. That was when they... They're... Or a mix of both. Yeah, it could have been... Both. That's the other thing. They, they never talk about where they found this thing. Yeah. Because they never told them. I don't uh, think... On the Rogan podcast, he said some of them were found in an archaeological dig, which means they're real old. Okay. So... Well, that goes back to the fucking Egyptian theory. Yeah. Like... Ray, can you grab me a brewski? And even really pre that pre Egyptian shit, ancient alien stuff. Mm-hmm. Ray, what's your take on all this stuff? Because this is I can see wrestling, we lose you, but this kind of stuff, you're like you're like a little kid in a candy store, like fucking eyeballing what we're talking about. Making wings. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. those wings smell delicious, bro. Like I need something to pop this with. Are you gonna Are you gonna go back and watch the the stuff? <laughs> Ooh, ooh, I'm sorry. That's fine. What the fuck is that? A cowboy hat? It's a sunburn. I'm not gonna do that. My so, keys are right there. They got. Yeah. Get my keys. What's up with my luck? You do it with my keys. Fucking thing would break. Yeah, well, I didn't do it with the key. I was I gonna do it with sombrero. I was gonna say. I thought you had a fucking can of rocks. What the fuck? You gonna open it for? Yeah. It's a sombrero. Open all my waters. What about you? You gonna go? I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna go back. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I mean, you gotta watch both though, man. Yeah. Seriously, you have to watch the Rogan podcast or listen to it. You should just watch it on here. I watch yeah. that shit yeah. on my TV. I watch it right on my big TV. Yeah. Speaking of which, you fuck with Theo Gate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just awkward as fuck to watch. I didn't realize that they didn't really know each other. Yeah, so, I, I kind of figured that. Yeah, I did too, and I kind of figured this was all a setup. That's so why I didn't buy too oh, much. I definitely did, yeah. But I didn't at first. They did a really good job with it, but yeah. we'll get into that another time. Yeah, yeah. These guys have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What do you think? It's pretty good, right? It's decent. It's light for an IPA. It's a taste. It's not an IPA. It's a pale ale. Different. Yeah, yeah fucker. Well, there's a difference. No, you yeah. beer. It tastes like a light IPA, though. Is what it does. Yeah, a white, a white IPA yeah. does, yeah. Yeah. It was a black one. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually it. It is a fucking. This is a good summer beer. It's refreshing. I haven't fucked this one. You want to take a sip? I mean, I just have my nose in it. <laughs> oh, you, you mean the nose that fucking's get dried it up? Still blood? does. Yeah, I want to see the same side of my face that has a busted lip. You fucking sloppy ass wrestler. I'm not doing a bust of my own lip. If I fucking if I if I like got a concussion or something or did something stupid, I have five the fuck out of that girl last night. Dude, I did it. <laughs> I can get that in the pocket. I like she's like 110 pounds. I fucking threw everything I had. I was like, "Fuck this!" Boom! Okay, it was awesome. I've never done an F5 in my life. I was just at that last night. Just needed to happen. I'm like, I don't really, I don't really want to wrestle a fucking five foot two hundred and ten pound girl. I'm just gonna have five you. This is fucking. You're Wait, gonna get up. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get up ten minutes later. It is what it is. Um. Shit, those other I had other things to go from there, but the the whole reason why I brought up that original thing when I started was I want to talk about the fact that like this really does bring up the fact that there's no original thoughts anymore with things, and then we got into the fucking the UFO thing, which was way more interesting to me. That was a good one though. That was a really good one. Did, did you listen to the one with that lady that was on it? She was I, at first I was into her, 
she she talked about Bob Lazar and she talked about she was like a conspiracy theorist lady. She wrote a bunch of books. She was annoying as fuck, man. She like she started off good. She wrote some book about something. I can't remember what the fuck it was about, like German Nazi stuff, right? Whatever. Now you're talking race talk. It's not my talk. No. Well, hey, I'm a I'm a fucking history buff. You can talk about anything you want, but the problem with it was at first I was all about it, but she was. And if you read the comments, it's hilarious because every time Rogan would ask her about a point, she goes, well, it's in my book. You're just going to have to read my book. I fucking hate I people hate that. like that. Dude. Oh, God. The, two hours of that. Listen to this lady that, like... Listen, I know you're trying to sell your fucking book. Yeah, ease up, though. But answer some fucking questions and maybe... Well, then he tried... Sw- you can tell he tried to, like, get past that. And he's like, well, what about your old book? Your old book that's been out for a while. And he brought up that. And he's like, didn't you talk about it? Yeah, you know what? I did write that in my book. You're, you're going to have to... you got to get that book. That book's the one you really need to get. Yeah, like it was. It was tough to listen to, man. She, I can't remember her fucking name, but yeah, I, know. I, I think I started watching it and then I shut it she off. She was like a white lady with fucking glasses yeah. on, whatever. Real annoying. Real annoying. She was. She started off alright, and it, she had me hooked at first because they were talking about some crazy shit, and then all of a sudden, like yeah, he's kind of going back to that a little bit. He veered off from that. He was. Yeah, I think he. I think he started listening to people because people were starting to get sick of like. Bert going on every fucking two weeks and Tom Papa going on every two weeks and it's the same thing as much as I like Tom Papa it doesn't yeah. get fucking annoying yeah. but it's just I don't know I, I like when that's where he became famous was right. doing those kind of shows yeah. you know? informational see now we lost both of them <laughs> see if it's not wrestling it's talking about fucking intellectual things you guys are talking about a fucking podcast that neither of us have seen or what, heard what podcast do you listen to Gary Three dudes and cold brews <laughs> when it gets uploaded. <laughs> oh shit! Dig dig. Oh shit! What? Uh, anybody else have anything going on lately? Hey, anybody watching anything good? What podcast mm. does Ray share on Facebook? None. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. You watch uh, anything new lately? Movie I'm trying lately? to think. You don't share them either. It's true. Oh, fuck. What did I watch? Recently? Maybe once or twice. Oh. You have. I'm trying to make a goddamn Facebook page. Speaking of original movies coming out, <laughs> speaking of original movies coming out, I did watch that movie Us the other day. Oh, you did? What did and you think? Uh, I actually thought it was pretty good. Thank you. I thought that you know, I thought it was better than the other. For one. having a semi-original type of you know, yeah, take on a oh, movie. Oh, it was definitely it was it was you pretty know. original. Yeah, that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. That surprised the shit out of me. Yeah. You didn't like it? I haven't seen it. Well, then how do you go? Uh. Yep. Because I didn't like Get Out, and everybody. Yeah, but there's was different like, movies. You can't Get Out was fucking good. I thought. I thought it was too. really good. Yeah, I we know good. why you like Get Out. I liked Get Out because it was, it was a made good movie. by yeah. Black so, Producers. Is that what you get out, Gary? <laughs> did you not like it, or did you just not think it lived up to the hype? There's a difference. Because I thought I I just thought it didn't live up to the hype. What's it didn't that? live up to the hype at all because I'll everybody made it yeah. sound like it was the greatest movie fucking ever made. Yeah, but it's not a bad movie. I just, eh. I the reason why I I thought the, I, I think thought the, the hype was okay was because of the fact that it was original in a fucking sea of nothing original. Yep. Just like Hereditary. So whether you like Hereditary or not, it's at least oh, that original. Movie. That movie's awesome. Just like movie. fucking you know, like Hereditary. I did, I hated Hereditary. What about The Witch? Fuck that movie. Never watched it. I, I, I actually, I heard, I heard mixed reviews. The Witcher Fest. Yeah. People no. told me it was fucking boring as fuck, and crazy. then yeah. other people said, you gotta watch it fucking... It's, it's one of the best movies I've seen in a really long time. But I also really like Mandy, so like... <laughs> fuck that garbage movie, too. I, dude, 
Listen, man. I searched out the other things. one that I agreed with you that I thought was really good was uh, what the fuck was it? A Quiet Place. That was that was. I good. thought that was fucking fantastic. That was good. That but made me that made me tear up and cry. But eighty-seven Quiet Place, the one where the people right. kept talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the problem with that movie. It was super predictable. Yeah. It was super predictable. Great movie, but super predictable. You knew what was going to happen at the end. It was obvious what was going on. There was there was two issues that I had with that movie. When the the girl never catches on that the only time she can hear something is when that thing is near her. Even when the thing is right over them in the silo. If she, if she didn't catch on at that point, that's where the movie lost a couple points. I still think it's a very good movie, and it was a pretty original movie, but it was a little predictable. So I, you know. That's one with the little kid who fucking with the toy or whatever, yeah. and he's yeah. making noise and shit. Yeah, he, he gets smoked he gets right smoked. away. That was, that was awesome, the fact that you didn't see that coming. Yeah. It was a high-class tremors as well. Yeah, that's how yeah. I, took it. No, I agree. Okay, look, no, realistically, not much is original anymore. But do you take it and give yourself a, a new spin on it and yeah. you take on it and put a little polish on it? Yeah, I'll give you some credit for that. You get brownie points. You know, I just, I think, like, there's not much out there nowadays that can really be original. I mean, the same thing as guitar riffs. How many guitar riffs have been done a million times yeah. now? Really, the only thing I think that can really set itself apart nowadays is probably a full band and how you orchestrate it and a singer. I think it's, I think every vocalist, there are vocalists that sound like each other, but I think that's the one thing that can truly stand out above everything else. I also think being an original is kind of overrated. I agree. Like Because a lot of times when, peop- when people do a ri- like completely original shit, whether it be music or a movie, it generally sucks because they're trying to do something out of the ordinary that... Maybe they're fucking with the way the story a story is told, or they're fucking with the way uh, a riff is done in music, yeah. and it's tr- it's not the traditional way, so people aren't used to it. And it's just like, oh, this fucking. Well, the funnier part is, is there's a lot of things that people assume are original, but don't. Nothing's original if you really. Well, no, like, like, like for instance, like Gent. It's basically just Fear Factory. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Well, look at fucking great example visually wise, anyways. Remember how big fucking Sons of Anarchy blew up because it was the first biker show of all time. It was Hamlet. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. People don't fuck, but they like just took Hamlet and put it in a biker. But that yeah, turned yeah. everybody in the world into a biker, and everybody in the world named their dog or their kid Jacks. Yeah. Every fucking buddy yeah. did that. You unoriginal cunts. I don't Please, care. Please, what about are. people nowadays fucking naming all their kids after fucking Game of Thrones people? <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't give a shit, Johnny Mata. It is. It is uh, stupid. At least, at least he didn't name her Daenerys like a lot of other people did. Oh, oh she's such an inspiration. Yeah, she just killed everybody. You assholes. Good job. I'd I'm gonna name my kid Charlie Manson. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy too. He's got good music. Actually, I I'm a Charlie lover. I think Charlie's awesome or was awesome. I should say past tense. He was an original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was an original and he did it right. He was, he was something. He ain't no Jim Jones, but he was an original. That's for sure. Um, anything uh, we're looking forward to? I, did I talk about how I saw Captain Marvel last week? Yeah, you did. Fuck it. It That's a, a fucking yeah. snooze fest. That yeah, movie sucked. Yeah. I it turned it off. Good. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's fucking boring. I fell asleep the last act when it's supposed to be the best part. Yeah. It just, I don't know, man. I, I just couldn't get into it. I don't even think I made it halfway in, and I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I think Pet Cemetery is up for rental. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I like the new one. I thought that was really good. I like the fact that they took a chance and 
they give it like a new spin. It's not. I don't. I don't think anything will ever beat the first one. But I'm also somebody that thinks the second one's the best. Like, I oh think, yeah, second one all the way. I, I don't the think the movie. The movies aren't great anyway. In my opinion, Drew, no, buddy. Okay. Drew, buddy. Drew, buddy. Lost Got my, my keys. Found my keys. Yeah, no, I lost my keys. And he like also turns around and he goes, found him. <laughs> when he's got the mo- the mouthful of mashed potatoes and he's laughing and he fucking slams his hand on the table. No yeah. brain, no pain. Movie's <laughs> so good. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> fucking oh, fucking awesome. Movie's so good. The movie is incredible. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you what, that movie had some scarier, more tense parts than the fucking original one. The, the scariest part about the original was Zelda. Zelda. Fuck that. I still can't watch and that. And the ghost guy. I can't remember his name right now. William? No. The fuck is his name? Pascal. Pascal, yeah. That, they did a good job with him. His fucking makeup looked great. And when he's talking about the new one or the old one? The old, old one. one. New one. They don't really use Pascal in the new one. They like... What? They do, but not... It's different. It's just... You haven't seen it? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen no, it. No, they they use him, but in a different way. He was a main focal part of the fucking first movie. But this this time, they use him, but they use him in a different way. And when they do use him, it is creepy. Like, you have to think about it a little bit more with this one. Because he's not right in front of you. Like, they used him as a focal point. You know what I mean? Like, they sh- they didn't try to hide him or make him, like, in the background to kind of make you think, like, you see him. This one, they do a little bit more visual stuff with him. Like, so, it, like, kind of fucks with you. Like, you're not quite sure if he's there or not. It's it's just different. It, it's good. I, I want to see it. I, just... I thought Lithgow did a good job. I don't think he'll ever be... Well, I don't know that that old dude's name, but he did... Fred Quinn? Yeah, fucking phenomenal. The old one's good, but as a person who doesn't read fiction, the book is fucking way better than the movie. I've gotten through a good chunk of the audiobook, and the audiobook's really good. It's it gets it's a lot more intense, and it's a lot more like um, even just the the dialogue between the husband and wife. I mean, I read it a long, long time ago, yeah. but I definitely remember liking it. And I don't, I didn't read fiction then either. Yeah. It's not bad. What about you, Ray? How many antique books you read lately? None. It's fucking good. Did you ever read? Uh, did you ever finish that Lord of Chaos book? I didn't finish it yet. No. I think they still have like two or three chapters. I haven't had a chance to start Joe Walsh's book because I just haven't had time, but I'm gonna. Did you finish that? No, I'm still like halfway through. I just haven't had time. Dude, I don't have time to fucking do anything. It's I'm, fucking I'm like him. It's, I, I, it's I, I, literally I've 60 hours the last two Start weeks. eating some meat. Maybe you'll shit more. You can read more. I take like maybe one shit a day. I'm saying. Bro, you need some brand. You need some fucking. You need some fiber. Old brand? The fucking. What, the, the crippled king? Jesus Christ. Fucking Carol. What did they call? What, what, what was he called? The Brand, Brand the Broken. Brand the Broken. That's what I'm gonna name my kid when I have a kid. That's my next <laughs> name. Brand the Broken. Uh, Jesus uh. When the fuck is this rain coming so we can go dance outside naked? All right, let's. Uh, yes, right on time. Let's uh, let's fucking talk about some music. All right, well, this week's music discussion is brought to you in part. By Gerald DeAngelis. He came up with this idea, sparked way more of a debate than he ever thought he was going to fucking spark with it. And, uh, Gary, tell us what you picked. My theme is take an artist who was in a band who left and started a solo project or a new band that was more popular than the first. That's how I envisioned it when I threw it out to everybody. Now, everybody had their own interpretation of it, which made for, I guess, some interesting generic picks, but something different that probably wouldn't normally get played. It's going to 
give us more of a discussion for the show than necessarily what we played for each other. Because mm-hmm. I think this is going to become more of just a discussion about music, kind of like what we did before the show and what we were doing on Facebook last night. Um, wh- what did everybody else? What did everybody else base their pick on? Or should we talk about it when we pick it? We should talk about it when we pick it. All right, race started. So should we just do we do it like we normally do, right? Yeah. Like go over the review. If we know it, we throw out what it is, and then Gary, this is fucking review. But should we do the review of both songs first, and then we find out who it is, unless we know, or should we just do it like he gives up who it is and why? No, I think we should do both songs like we normally would. Okay. Well, the thing is, is if you don't know. So what I'm getting at, though, is should he reveal who it is after the first song like we would normally do it? Honestly, his is probably uh, the only one that is nobody going to know. That's the only one I don't know. No, I know what the first part is. I know who it is. Yeah. Okay, so you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. just don't say it, then. Because even okay. all my facts, I can uh, just edit them where I don't give, okay. give out who they are. All right. So then if that's the case, I would say, um, Steve, you go first. Okay. For Ray's. Oh, all right. Well, right. Do you want to explain how you took the how you took yeah. it before we? Uh, I basically just like before you know because I didn't follow the fucking little Instagram thing, uh, instant messenger or whatever. Um, basically, I just went with you know a band. I went with you know the original band and then a solo project. You know, like solo, so the like solo, solo. Yeah. Okay. So, but did you take it as the band, the solo was supposed to be bigger than the original? Uh, I didn't really get into the popular thing until you brought that up when you came over earlier. But at the same time, I think it all is taken into perspective on what other people's take on the music is. You know what I'm saying? Like for, you know, my pick, I might like the earlier stuff better, but the newer stuff might be popular to the gen, you know, general population, you know, so... Alright, so, first song. This makes me want to take Ray's broken pen that's been sitting on his entertainment center for months and slowly push it in my eardrum until it hits my brain and I die. That's it. Come on, man. You didn't like when he just proclaimed, come down here and suck my friend's cock? No. No, I didn't. Well, um... I'm going to have to go around some of my notes because I know I figured out who this was after a little bit. I kind of had an idea on who it was. Yeah. And then I, by the end, I know who it is because of that one part. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of edit my my notes here. Okay. Kind of starts off a little white zombie-esque yeah. at the beginning. Like with like the intro. The weird. little intro yeah. and the way it kicks in. Then I put blank blank on who I think it might be. This is all over the place so far. Like thrash mixed with synths and crazy off-tempo beats, now chugging riffs. I put who who was because I figured it out. Then the part Gary just talked about, and then I remembered. Oh, I've seen this live. Yeah, I saw them do this song live, so I I know it. I know I know who this is. Yeah, this actually has one of the best drummers, metal drummers, like of all time in it. If it's who I think it is, which it should be, like I'm talking like one of the most renowned metal drummers of all time. Like, fucking crazy. And the guy who was the lead... Did I blow up a fact? Peter Chris. No, that's definitely not who it is. Um, and he's not metal. But... What? I specifically said metal, not rock and roll. Peter Chris is not metal. 
Kiss is not metal. They're rock and roll. Kiss was considered metal. Uh, Son. No. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm not arguing this fact. But I'm just telling you. They are rock. There they were a, disco. There's no way they can be metal. I'm sorry. Kiss went disco on one song. Still not metal. God. Am I wrong here? No. But I could see in that era. Hard rock. They, they can be considered metal. Now, there's, there there's were the, knights in Satan's service. There there was, yes, thank you so much. You're going to be evil in fucking rock and roll, bro. Listen. I am not, How many wizard bands does Ray have in his catalog? I am not saying that Kiss is heavy metal, but what I'm saying is they were that considered, time, I get they it. were considered... Just like Judas Priest's first album, it's pure Some rock people and roll. considered fucking Uriah Heep heavy metal yeah. back in the day. Fuck, man. Jethro Tull won the fucking first ever heavy metal Grammy. Right. Well, there's nothing more heavy metal than fucking flutes. It's true. Boom. Skin flutes, that. All right, so... Skin flutes and... I've seen this band, and fun fact... An old USWF wrestler used to come out to one of their songs. Did you like them live, Ed? It's got to be... They were just as chaotic live. Yeah. Was it Extreme Eliminator? Nope. Drew Cordero. Jesus Christ. Or was you guys called him Greg? Uh, yeah, I never understood that. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm going to America Rana. When is that? July 29th. I really want to go to it. I want to go because fucking Brian... Well, uh, tickets, I think, if we buy them on Beyond Sight, I think with fees, it's like 32 bucks. It's not bad. Is that... uh, That's the Foxwoods one, Fox. Yeah. Are they still doing no seats like they normally do? I think they're doing... There's seats, but if we want the cheap seats, it's like standing room. Okay. We should do that. I want to go because fucking Brian Brian Alvarez is wrestling and fucking that motherfucker never comes to the East Coast. And that's so weird. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he's teaming with Tom Lola. But you should go too, even though you're not a wrestling fan. He, no, he's been to those shows. He's, uh, he's, he had a good time. Because let me, I want to buy tickets. It's not a wrestling show. It's like a fucking. It's like going to see a band. You stand. Yeah, especially the ring. standing around the ring. Yeah. It's not like going to WWF or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're fucking. You're standing around the ring. You fucking pound on the ring. Like it's it's you're a, you're. A I mean, there's gonna be a lot of fucking people there, but still, it's fucking. It's the. It's it's not even. It, it's more of an event than it is a show. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so are we? So are we doing a fact? Yeah, because I have facts for both songs. All right, so do but, do the fact, but it just, you just can't give away who it is. And yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. All, right. all right. This band broke up in two thousand seven. The guy is also a big time producer. Yep. Big time producer. Believe it or not, he produced uh, Declaration. I know that. I was just looking at that I last night. It's one of my favorite al- It's mm-hmm. It is my favorite album from that band, and mm-hmm. it's by far one of the best productions. It's definitely ever. my favorite of the independents. Was that your, uh, was that one of your facts? What? No. See? Are, are you proud of the fact that I know who this is like that? You're welcome. I know the name. I had a feeling you might I've not. heard this yeah. name. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. I tell you what, though. This man. Is one of the most the bu- ugliest motherfucker. He's literally the most. Listen, he doesn't look like that anymore. I've he seen those, head, he shaved his head, but there's like the picture that came up. Oh, I, he is oh, horrible. I know who it is, now. dude. Yeah, yeah. This dude, you know who this is. You just I look, definitely know who it is. This now. guy, he literally looks like a fucking baked potato with fucking hair. I know. He's <laughs> you just gave it away. Yeah, he looks like something out of a fucking Harry Potter movie. It's, it's ridiculous. It's it, it, it's like. He was his head is a baked potato, and then you microwaved it for like five minutes in the microwave, and then you came out, and this is him. Yeah, he's a, he's a horrible looking human being. <laughs> like that 
could be like a picture of him playing guitar could be the fucking the picture for the episode. That's how ugly he is. I tell ahead. you what, though, he's better. How much? Of, how much of this band do you know, though? Uh, oh, some of the earlier stuff I was big into because it was more like industrial. Well, yeah, his his old um, stuff. He got real right on this album. He started getting real weird. This is yeah. like in the middle of the pack, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this is actually I think like the third album. Yeah. But this is the live version of the third album. So there's like they've got so, a lot of albums. It was so, live, right? Not, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, that was live. Doesn't help me with the second song at all. Yeah. I assumed it was live because fucking I'm assuming that when he said the shit about the the suck of the cock, yeah. it sounded like it was live. Yeah. He always has weird. No, but that's advantage. that's in the song. Oh. That's yeah. in the actual like the actual song. Well, either way, it's it sounded like there was a crowd in the background. Yeah. It's, this man still is but ugly. But I, I saw them at Metal Fest. I yeah. saw them. They were at Metal Fest. They were at the same Metal Fest that I think Meshuga mm-hmm. and fucking. That makes sense. Uh, Haunted, I think we're there, and there was a couple other, couple other bands. Was a I, one. I fucked this guy before, Jack. Mm. Always how find a way. Oh. Always find a way. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. I've even been jumping in into the fucking the hatred train lately because she just sticks her nose in like. Gay, gay. Like, yeah, you, like, you like how I call her out though? No, yeah. I, I just, I just. Oh, dude, I, dude, I, I like. She put a comment like distressed skinny uh thing and I felt oh, like saying I'm like one of those I words. knew you were watching that. I go one of those fucking words does not fit in that fucking <laughs> sentence. I miss I always miss all of those. I know it. Me and her went back and forth the other day. I put up like a picture of me hanging out on my deck and she put gay and I was like I also had flip flops on because she hates dudes wearing flip flops. And me and her went back and forth I'm like, fuck I rock him shit's <laughs> real fucking tight. Um but I knew Gary's pants was the whole thing, so I just waited for the the opportune time to be like all this coming from somebody who wears farmer jeans. Oh no, I put uh, uh how those farmer jeans doing or something along those lines. And she's and like, distressed, overall. skinny overalls, and I just fucking fucking thing. Like I laugh because that bitch hasn't said the word skinny since birth. <laughs> Good lord, no, no, you're wrong. She works at um, Starbucks, and people order skinny lattes oh, all the time. That's true. You know what? You ever see Crybaby? Can I get a skinny no, latte? No, You've never seen ass? the movie Crybaby? I know Johnny Depp is in it. Yeah. You ever see Crybaby? Uh, I probably... I like good movies, Gary, like in Mandy. Front of me, but I don't think I've actually like paid attention to it. You guys know the character the Hatchet musical. Face? No. Oh, I've like, heard of the movie Hatchet. Yeah. Have you ever seen that's that? That's a good movie. That's a fucking weird movie. Yeah. Tony, uh, Tony, no. That's a good B movie. Yeah. I've never seen the second one, but... Um... So let's go on to the second fucking review here because we're just so that was should I say who it is? Yeah, might as well. Townsend. Strapping young lad. Yeah, Devin Townsend. Yeah, I didn't know that until you said ugly and bald. Now, yeah, um, that does not help me figure out who the second song is. Yeah. No, I don't know who the second because I know it's not. I don't think it's Devin Townsend solo stuff. Um, I don't think it is. It is. Yeah, really. It's off of. Uh, just Devin Townsend instead. He's got two different projects. He's got the Devin Townsend project, right. and then Devin Townsend experience, right? Or no, it's just Devin Townsend. Are we talking about the second track now? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was a guest vocalist. Yeah, he was a guest vocalist on that song. No, the second song. No, yeah, no, the second song saying. has a guest vocalist on his album. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so I said, well, okay, this is different. Good groove and little acoustic riff. Vocals fit perfectly. Okay, track, but because there's a little variation, it felt overly long. Yeah. So you like the second song more than the first. Oh, yeah. I thought you would have hated the second one. No, I hated the first one. I think it's interesting when 
we find out what Steve doesn't like because it's official now that you have like there's no telling what he's gonna like and what he's not gonna like. You can try to pinpoint like I feel like I can surprise you with what I like because I don't I because of what I tend to gravitate towards pick wise. I think people are surprised at how open I am about music, but I don't think it's hard to if you were to like. I'm kind of like that too. Like if you fucking pick someone out that you think I'm definitely gonna like, a lot of the time I'm not because I know ten other bands that sound like that already. Mm-hmm. So if you try to pigeonhole me, but it's a difference. I I have, you're a fucking complete enigma when it comes to picking out music. Like I can't figure out what you like at all. I mean Ray's kind of like all over the place too, but it's different. Like he is a he's more vast and broad. So his thing is is you can show him the same thing twenty different times, and one night he's gonna like it, the next night he's gonna hate it fucking two months from now it's the best thing he's ever heard so it's weird with him the way he because unless it's it's something that is in his brain it, like he doesn't go back to it from what I've seen me it's a little bit different like when I like it I sing with you but yeah you have no fucking like this I, I gave up on trying to like figure out what you like now I just when it's a nice put it like this it's a nice little present when you're like actually Ed, I like this song and I go oh <laughs> so nice. He's touching his heart right now, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Steven. <laughs> I'm flustered. <laughs> I'm flattered, rather, sorry. <laughs> this is a weird one, guys. Mm. See, I'm glad we're drinking beers. Um, go back to the notes. Uh, did you actually... Did you just read notes on yours? I did, yeah. Fuck, I wasn't paying attention at all. <laughs> I know that I you like it. it. I know that you like it. I put uh, Now Country Rock, Bluesy Guitar. I thought it was a female vocalist, but I don't yeah. know if it was. It was a mix. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I think I think it was cool. Good summer tune. I, I like that song a lot, actually. That sounds a lot like a lot of the stuff that I listen to like right now. A lot of the stuff that I seek out at this time of year. Yeah. That's something that like you can go to the beach and just fucking, I don't know, watch the water and relax to. Yeah. I, like Steven, uh, is your name Steven or Steve? Steven. Steven. With a PH or a V? V. Right on. That's the right way to do it. PH. Yeah, fucking PH Fen. Get the fuck out of here, losers. Anyways. Um, oh, and his dad a loser? Mm-hmm. His dad fuck you up. I can't even imagine what Steve's dad would be. His dad does not this. tolerate people who swear, I'll tell you that. Does, <laughs> does your name, does he, is it spelled with a PH with Yeah. Oh, well, so that's how you're not a junior. Right. Right, I, me? I have a middle name. My fucking white trash dad don't. My dad doesn't either. <laughs> no shit. No. Nope. See, nice. But at least he was smart enough to spell your name different. Sure. You're not going to spell Edward different. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, no, my dad would have been like E-D-W-O-O-D. Yeah. You know? Fucking white trash ergonomics <laughs> or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Edward. That would have been awesome if you were Edward. He used to call me that all the Eddie Wooder or uh, my, that's the new thing. Well, not new thing in my house. The second my daughter found out, my dad used to call me Ed Weird. Like, took off a whole new thing in my house. Now everybody's like, Rosie's Rose Weird. Or like, Kristen doesn't work, because you can't be like Chris Weird. So it's either K-Weird or fucking, I just call it K-Dog. But, Spen Weird, my dog. That's a good one. Peach Weird, my dog. That's a good one. You know, that's it. So now everybody in my house is, you got you a weird to it. So, you're welcome. Ed Weird, that's me. I like Edward better. Yeah, well, I like that movie a lot. Yeah. So I well, that's why. Yeah. But in Rhode Island, it's Edward. 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 Pawn. Yeah, but like, like, it'd be in Rhode Island, you'd spell it like E D W A H D. Edward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you drinking your beers? My beers? Yeah. Beers. I was just going to say a Q word. I'm not going to say it. Because <laughs> I'm not going to light your fucking fire. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I, I actually like this song a lot. I like Ray. Uh, not Ray. Steve. I never really got Strapping Young Lad. I never really, like, they were impressive live because G 
Gene Hoagland's the drummer, by the way. Yeah. Um, and what a fucking machine he is to see live. It's unfucking real. And I didn't really know much by this band when I saw them live. I was just more taken back by the fact that it's so much. They like I don't know if you ever saw Static X when they were around, but Static X is one of the loudest bands I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like they are fucking loud. It's just like um kind of like how like Led Zeppelin supposedly was like they were just loud and that's why when you saw them live it was an experience because they their amps were just turned up louder than everybody else's fucking Static X I think the reason one of the reasons why they got over was because when you saw them live they were way better live because the music the production just wasn't able to control what, or produce what they were trying to do when you saw them live even their songs that you didn't like still sounded good because it was so fucking loud. Fear Factory was like that too. Oh, oh shit, sorry. It's okay. Fear, Fear, Fear Factory Live was one of the fucking most amazing bands to see live because their fucking sound was so mechanical and these guys have that same thing. Live, it was like you got punched in the face the whole time by sound. And it was it was impressive because the whole thing was so fuck. oh, what's he doing? He fucking jumped. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, Did he chip his tooth? No, he fucking jumped on the fire and then he immediately jumped in a pool. He should have done with no shirt on. Oh, yeah, and he left the shirt on, I too. I saw, the, I saw the still I sent you guys this morning. Anyways, yeah, so I don't know what is, what is the thing that this is from. Uh, the second song. Cool Collections or something like that. Or what is it was just that? Devin Townsend? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you right so, now. It's Devin Townsend. One of his solo albums is called Casualty of Cool. And that's the opening track, and he's got. It seems like the uh, the same female singing on the track throughout the whole album. I'd be I interested to in hear that album. album. Is the whole yeah. thing like that? Uh, it's his music's weird. Like Devin Townsend, like I like the Strapping Young Lad probably a little bit more because of you know the industrial metal. But he does have a lot of variety in his music. Yeah, some shit I Kinda can't like really. Just metal. Some of it I can't really get into the newer stuff. Yeah. Like he just recently released a new one. A couple. Weeks ago. It's something that I gotta like nitpick through, or you might listen to it a couple times and be. He's into it, you he's know? one of those guys that's just too smart for their own good. Yeah, like, he's just he's yeah. so much. The people who like their music are yeah. like it's prog. It's like prog. Yeah, math you know? metal nerds like that. But just, he, his solo project's fucking huge now. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing I was gonna say about this is this came out. Strapping young lad came out around the same time as Lamb of God, and I remember the media calling Strapping Young Lad and Lamb of God the new Pantera. So when I checked out both of those, I was like, this isn't, this isn't Pantera. Has, and this isn't anything <laughs> yeah. like Pantera. I don't, I don't know so enough. So I immediately hated both of them. I don't know enough Strapping Young Lad to be able to even argue that because yeah. I don't know enough to be totally honest. Do you still hate Lamb of God? Yes. Really? See, I, I yes. love Lamb of God. I think they're fucking hate <laughs> yeah. How much have you actually listened to though? Uh, a couple albums. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta dig deeper into them. Just listen to Wrath. If you don't, if you I think don't, I, think, have. I don't like it. If you don't think Wrath is a good album and or the closest thing you're gonna get to a modern Pantera now, then yeah, I don't hear it at all. Just, this is also, goes back to me being unpredictable. Yeah, this also. I mean, you're the only person I've ever met that thinks Reinventing the Steel is the best album though, too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, that's not a knocker to this. I've never heard. I've heard a lot of people say it's a really good album, but I've never heard. You're the only person I've ever heard say that. I didn't feel like that at first. I hated it at first. I'm, I was real mixed about it. And I, I like it. I appreciate it more now. Yeah. Now that it's done. And now that, like, like clearly there's never going to be another Pantera album. So, like, um, we're never going to know what they were going to do again. But, like, I 
I think that that was a good send off, and I think the final song in that of Cast a Shadow is literally a perfect. Yeah. Now that we know that that was the final Pantera song ever put on an album, like that's a what a fucking send off. Like that's yep. such a good song, man. Yep. Um, but anyways, I get the comparison because I've made the comparison with Lamb of God. I I fell off from from them for a little while because when I was in my real like mid two thousands hardcore phase, like two thousand eight, two thousand seven, when I was real big into like Boston hardcore and all that stuff, and I was more simple. Or it was weird. Like, I was real into really simple, like, punch you in the face music. Or, like, like every, like the every time I die, like, rock side of every time I die. Or, like, not every time I die. Uh, well, yeah, they were big, too. But 18 Visions are, like, prettier sounding things. Like, I like good vocalists or, you know, Atreyu, you, things like that. So I was kind of all over the place. But, like, metal, I just couldn't get into. Like, I kind of fell off from that for a little bit. And they were, like, straight southern metal like that's what they sound like yeah I, I just remember at the time all the magazines and shit taking the old term of new wave of British heavy metal mm-hmm. and calling strapping new wave of heavy, uh, and American American God like the leaders of the new wave of American heavy metal and comparing them to Pantera to me it was if you were gonna do that Lima God is up there with that wave I would agree Shadows Fall yeah Unearth and then there's like two or three other bands you can kinda pull in and out um Killswitch was in there, but like, oh, shout, uh, um, as I lay dying, hundred percent was yeah. in that wave because they were, they were before metalcore was really a thing. They were just heavy metal, like they were fucking. They turned into straight up heavy metal. Some of their shits like thrash death metal. It's fucking insane. Have you ever seen Lamb of God live? Yeah, I have. I don't know. They That's played, probably. Oh no, no, I have. I saw them on Killswitch a couple years ago. They were awesome live. They're incredible live. But listening to them, I don't like it. Yeah. I think you'd have to. This Put it this way, like, I'm not even, like, a huge fan of, like, Lamb of God's, like, earlier albums. I do like the Burn the Priest, uh, but... The Burn the Priest is good. You'd like that. The first one. There's the, a the big middle gap Priest. of Lamb of God that, like, I've not even, like, given a chance to listen to. And I've like listened to, like, you know, Wrath or whatever it is. Wrath is the best album. After, I've listened to a few of their albums, and I didn't even like the newer, newer stuff that they were coming out with, I think. Well, no, the last, the last album that they put out, I wasn't the... I, I have to nitpick the last two albums that came out. Yeah. So the, whatever it is, Six or whatever it is, Struman, Drowning or whatever the fuck it's called. That that album's, that album's better than the one before that. The one before that, I, I don't know. I can't say like I'm a huge Lamb of God fan, but I do like certain stuff by them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, I don't... They're one of those bands that like... I think the only flawless album they have is Wrath. Yeah. Personally. I think from... If you put it on, start to finish, that's, that's their fucking perfect album. Yeah. They have a lot of really good stuff before that, and they have a lot of really good stuff after that, but nothing's... There's always a song or two where you're going to be like, nah, I'm not into this right now, you know? But And then the other thing is, then you have the live aspect of it. There's certain songs that once you see them live, you go, oh, that's why everybody likes this. Like, Well, that's kind of what happened when I saw them. I was like, they're great live, and then I tried to get into them again, and I was like, I just don't Job like for this. a Cowboy was like that, too. Job for a Cowboy was another one. I like their stuff. They all, it all kind of sounded the same, and then you saw them, we saw them live. It was... Guar, Lamb of God, Guar, and fucking uh, Job. Job for Cowboy, yeah. and holy fucking shit, dude! That like, was a good show. I've seen a lot of bands that I don't like, and then I see them live, yeah. and I like them live, but I still don't like their studio stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I, th- I would say, I would say give. There's three albums for Lamb of God that you should give a chance to. Wrath is definitely the top one in my opinion. Sacrament was where they blew up. That's the one that had the song on Guitar Hero on it with like Walk Walk With Me in Hell and all those songs. And then the one after that, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. I that have, one that had Redneck on it. I have some 
Lamb of God albums on Spotify, and every time I come up, they come up, I skip them because I, I just can't, I can't take it. I'm gonna see what I have on there right now. The specific songs that I think are really, really, really good. Well, I don't know. We'll fucking. This should come. See, this is where that thing. Remember, I brought up like two weeks ago. Me and Ray were going to that show. The fucking uh, we all, we each pick like I would pick that band for you, and I would be like, look, I want you to listen to Wrath. You fucking pick out the best song you feel out of Wrath. Like you guys pick out a fucking Iron Maiden album for me or something or whatever the fuck yeah. it would end up being. Yeah. But that's where that whole that's the that's that theme. Like you listen, you sit down, you pick out the perfect album that you think is perfect. That person listens to that album, truthfully listens to it, and then fucking you pick out a song or two that you like. The top two songs you found on the album, you know. And then if you still don't like it, that's fine. But at least you pick up two songs you thought were best, and we, you know, you can debate yeah. that. Like, well, these are my two favorite songs, or whatever. Anyways, that sounds pretty fucking good. Whatever the fuck that is. What the fuck you put in there? Ah, uh, oh, it's a garlic marinade with a. Uh, it's like a garlic teriyaki, and uh, I threw in probably about a half a bottle of hot sauce. They fresh boy wings? They fresh? Not well. They're fresh, but I mean, like from the produce department. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. But uh, they're kind of small. But I'm gonna take them out in a minute. No, actually, I'm going to throw the broccoli in there, but I'm going to fucking uh, put them on a fucking sheet pan and fucking broil them for a fucking few minutes to get a little so crisp on them. Air fry them. Nah. Yeah, give them a little crisp in the air fry, bro. So I don't think I've heard anything past Sacrament, which was 2006. Wrath yeah. was the next album. Yeah, you got to listen to fucking... You got to listen to fucking Wrath. Wrath is really fucking good, man. That is a solid album. That That's the album where you're going to go, I get the Pantera thing. 100%. There's albums yeah. before that I get where I, w- I wouldn't have understood that either. Yeah. But that album's the one where, like, that's where they were thrash, like, American thrash metal, like, at that time. Like, they sounded like mid-90s thrash metal, you know, like, not like Slayer, Death Angel thrash, yeah, like, yeah. you know. Anyways, all right. We went way off fucking topic here. We gotta get back to uh, what we are talking about there, boys. Um, let's see. Uh, so, rate these these bitches. Steve. Uh, <laughs> let me see. That first one gets um, negative three cold brews. <laughs> wow. That might be the that might be the lowest score yet. And wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm doing, buddy. Come on. If you haven't caught on yet, nope. you haven't drank enough beer. <laughs> on a scale of one to architects, where does this fall? <laughs> Man, if he likes architects more than this, I win. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to shut the show down. I'm going home. I'm looking. No, I'm looking. I'm not doing it. I don't know. It may be the same. I got to go with the same. I have to hear the architect song again. I don't want to yeah. do that. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> guess what? <laughs> I can easily do that. But there's a lot of architect songs. You heard an entire architect's album. Uh, but uh, what, what about the second song? Uh, second one I'll give it two and a half. All right. Uh, second song I also give it two and a half. I like that song a lot. That's something I'm gonna search out. What's yeah. the name of that song? Uh, Daddy. Okay. Yikes. It's the opening track on that album. <clears throat> Speaking of corn. Um, first song. Ah, uh, that's like a one point two five. How about you, Gary? It's not my kind of thing either. Well, I didn't hate it as much as him though. Gotta give a rating. Uh, the first song I thought was terrible, except for when he asked to have his buddy's cock sucked, so I thought that was funny. So what do you rate it? Oh, I have to... Uh, Out of three, Bruce. Five. Yeah. yeah, you should at least start rating them so we know you're fucking listening. Exactly. A, a one. One water. 
<laughs> I'm happy with the one. <laughs> Second song, I don't know. I'd give it like a one and a half. I didn't mind it. I mean, but then again, you know. You only liked it a half point more than the other one? Yeah, because I'm just, I'm not, you know, I like what I like. But you hated one and didn't mind the other, and that only constitutes half a point? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Did you do two facts? I have a second fact. Well, what the fuck? Let's go. Well, you guys were giving fucking ratings. Townsend was discovered by a record label in 1993, and he was asked to perform lead vocals on Steve Vai's album Sex and Religion. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Bonus Ed fact, what me and Ray were talking about, he is the producer on my favorite Bleeding Through album. They paid for the whole thing out of their own pocket. He's a very talented guy, that's for sure. Yeah. Declaration, that that album I'm probably going to eventually do a full album rewind on, like I've been saving that one for the right time. <clears throat> that album's fucking flawless. Oh, did I mention that he's bald ugly? <laughs> he is an ugly Yeah, he said they look like a potato. He looks better bald than he did with his fucking skullet. What, oh yeah, I agree. When he was describing and lagging, he had like the fucking weird oh, skeleton thing. He almost it. looked like the fucking bad guy from Last Action Hero. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Shit! He does. We're gonna have to put a picture of the two of them together. Last action, last action lad or whatever. Um. All right. So who went? Who went next? Look at this! Look at this man! Look at! Look at it! Look at him! Look how ugly yeah, he's he is! Ugly motherfucker. That's a fucking baked potato right there. <laughs> it looks like a cabbage patch doll. But like, not handsome or cute. All right, who? Uh, who Geralt, Gary? Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> he does look just like that. He looks he just like him. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Remind me to put those two pictures together for the episodes. And what's the name of it? Go, girl, go get you work. Uh, there's a million Asians that'll fucking buff those corns right off your feet. Is that <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Is that one of those ones? You have to listen to that first part. That was within the first three minutes yeah. of the show. Um, Gary Spick, so Steve. All right, I had no idea who this was until the second song played. Um, so I don't want to give it up, but I think everyone knows it, right? All right, I think I know who the first band is. I know who the second band is. First band is Hawkman. Yep. Um, oh, I thought it was Thin Lizzy. <laughs> nice no, little, not even fucking with you guys. I didn't know. Nice little simple riff, kind of psych- psychedelic atmosphere. It's like a half Gary and half Ray song. The fucking wind. <laughs> Holy <song>. shit! <laughs> You're not wrong. No. <laughs> shit. Very simple. Holy it was Gary. shit! The drums were very Gary. What the and fuck? Then- it was as spacey as Ray's head. <laughs> God damn! The fucking wind sound or whatever it was it was annoying as fuck. Uh, and that was all I had. Duh! The band's name is Hawkwind, right? <laughs> <laughs> Have you never mic'd up a hawk flying? Is it me? Yeah, go for it. I put a uh, good tune, very underrated band in my opinion, Space Rock at its finest. Space Rock. Bob Lazar would be proud. You should um, be. I'll have the FBI I, kick I know the on. song. The band sounded familiar. I thought this was Thin Lizzy, but then I realized it wasn't. Um, good to hear something a little spacey from Gary. So it's just interesting to hear you play something that's not Kiss. I played Kiss once on this fucking uh, this podcast, and it was a horrible song. <laughs> <laughs> 
God gave rock and roll to you. Dude. Gave rock and roll to Steve. <laughs> That's my favorite fucking kiss song. To everyone. Fuck you. You know what? It's fucking a good song, and it was in fucking Bill and Ted. If you weren't such a fucking Wayne's World snob, you would have watched Wayne's it. Wayne's World's better. Fuck you. Bill and Ted came before Wayne's World. Wayne's you can't better. say it's better. You haven't seen it. I've seen it. Oh, you watch Bill and Ted now? I saw it when I was a kid. I just don't oh, remember because yeah, yeah. See, his story changed because he's like, I don't watch Bill and Ted because I was a fucking Wayne's World. Yeah, I didn't watch it. And then I've like two it. weeks ago, he's like, I don't yeah. need stuff to watch. And I was like, Bill and Ted. He goes, I have to revisit. It. I watched it when I was younger. Right. Fucking lies True. on this podcast. I've seen it. I just don't. I didn't. I wasn't listen, grab me, bro. Listen, we are fucking middle-aged men, and this is our book club. And okay. if anything, we need to be truthful. And right. if you're gonna lie, you're gonna come with lies. I'll rewatch. You off this? You off the team? I'll rewatch. This is my team. I'll suck. bring fucking Mike Jakes here. I'll go get. I'll get Nate. I'll I, get the ectoplasma kid. I would love. I would love. I would love. I would love. It almost happened last week because my lip fucking sucked and hurt like. I see. I thought. I would love to hear the one episode where I'm not on and you fucks try to fucking figure out how to navigate through this fucking murky ass water, so breathing in his fucking weed smoke and you being half ass. We'd fucking probably sleep. have we. We would have a formulated <laughs> plan other than. Yeah, guys, we just wing it. We just gonna wing it. We gonna wing it. Wait, oh, I'm the fucking I'm the fucking the the whistleblower every week. Going, guys, what what theme do you guys want to do? And then it's always me and Steve fucking navigating bombs. Steve! What's Steve good for? He didn't even upload the goddamn show! <laughs> I like pig feet. <laughs> I like collard greens. <laughs> you just turned into that guy so fucking bad. Oh. You just turned into John Witherspoon so quick. Your face even got a... Dude, your face even got droopy. I was going to fuck... I was going to do a... I thought you were having a stroke for a second. Have your face melted. You look like J.R. Oh, oh my god Alright Back to reality And what you're about You watch can't smile, smile Cause, cause I knocked your teeth out Woo woo It's for the Juggalos and Juggalettes uh, That's right motherfucker Ed just gave an ICP reference Fuck you I think that's the second or third time You've done that little verse right there I'm sure You're welcome guys Cause it's the only fucking one I remember Motherfucker Yeah What he said mm. Big money hustlers Yeah Mm-hmm. Baby oil in the butt Baby oil in the butt I don't know what any of that means I don't either It's from that movie You gotta a, watch it man It's a ricochet thing Oh snap Alright It's not like the same thing as in the butt <laughs> Gary do you have a fact about your own song? Actually I do actually Good Actually I do actually Actually I do uh, Basically what I'm saying is I Literally? In, 19, in 1975 Lemmy was fired from the band After he was arrested for crossing the border with drugs so that's why he uh, left this band. He was just bass in this band, right? He was the bassist, yeah. yeah. But he... Who the uh, fuck was the singer? Him. That's why I picked this song. This is their most popular song. They were originally called Hawk Lords, too. <coughs> nice. The Hawk Lords. Nice. See? So Lemmy was singing that? Lemmy sang this song. And this was their most popular song. That's weird. That's why that I picked it. did not sound like Lemmy at all. That's why I picked it. You didn't think this sounded like Lemmy? No. no. This is well, you can hear it. if you know it's Lemmy and you listen back. You're like, oh yeah, but this is fucking obviously. Before. I'm gonna call a fact check. This is a new thing we're gonna do on the podcast from now on. Steve, fact check that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Say, what do I get if I'm right? You just I best rights. get respect. The thing you like the most in the world, bragging rights. Are you questioning him? Do you think he's not giving us proper facts? This what is, is uh, what is the name of the song? Silver Machine. Silver this, machine. I don't think that's I don't think that's Lemmy saying. This is so Lemmy. 
Maybe in the background. He's not the front man. You made me see with my feet! This is before, obviously, <laughs> Lemmy fucking uh, gave his soul to the fucking devil Ooh, and fucking five. was drinking nothing but Jack. I'm telling you, it's him. I could be. I just want to double check. You've been wrong about a couple facts. Yeah, and you guys call me on it right at the fucking right from the get go. Right, but you you gave your own facts about your own songs this time. So sometimes, just like when you got a proofread a book, Joe Walsh giving me a handwritten note spelled "you're wrong," and somebody called him out on it. I'm fucking dude. When, I, when I bought that book, Joe Walsh, I love you. But you need a you need a proofreader when for I, your own handwriting. When I bought that book off him, his, one of the first things he said was, "Don't rag on me for uh, for all the misspellings." Okay, yeah, that's fine. Misspellings fine. I'm talking about when he hand wrote the note. All right, I'm gonna read this little paragraph. I love here. you, Joe. The lyrics were written by Robert Calvert, and he sang the lead vocal on the original live recording. However, the vocals were considered too weak for the single release, so they were re-recorded in the studio. Calvert who suffered from bipolar disorder, had been sectioned at the time, so was unavailable to attempt another version, and the lead vocals were eventually sung or recorded by Lemmy. Bam! Suck my dick, bitch! <laughs> but, that's an asterisk. Because technically, right? What do you mean technically? The version that we listened to was the version that Lemmy sang. That's why I picked it. I'm just glad that you actually knew something about your own song. That's all. You know what? How about from well, now on? on? No, no, no. Hold on. I have a caveat to this. That was live, right? Or was it not? It kind of sounded live. Mm. I'm telling you. The fucking version I picked. Wait, no, because so, now he's not going to tell you whether it's live or not because now he's nervous. Look it up. Was it the See? live version? I have an idea. See, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, it, look, look it up. Let's go. Let's go, Hold cocksucker. On. No, no, no. No. Come on. No ideas. Let's go. It'll I'm not trying to bust your balls. I just like busting your balls. <laughs> I have an idea. From now on, when I do songs, you do facts for my songs. Whoa, whoa buddy. I'll do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. I, you don't want I'll me do doing it. your facts, because that won't be good. Silver be Machine. Like Paul Stanley created a casket. Silver Machine. Original single version. Suck this dick. Fuck this shirt. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say now, all the time. Suck this dick. That's my new saying. Now, the original version of the song is a live version, though, according to this. I, 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 I literally just want to, like, quit. <laughs> I just want to walk out and stop my own goddamn podcast. <coughs> oh. Oh, God. Gary and Jackie's Jaws podcast. I, I don't even want to ever be in the same fucking room with that stink. Do a Bruins podcast. Yeah, she can tell me how cute everybody is. You can call your podcast with Jackie Bro Tattoo. No, no, no. We'll, we'll call it Sleeves of Dumb. Twinsies. Oh, my God. Like, we got to say that to us. Like, don't touch me, because now I got fucking... I mean, all I'm saying is two dudes in Pokemon Go is still available. So, that's always a thing. Just saying. Well, the two you guys like wear flip-flops. <laughs> oh, snap. You're wrong. <laughs> I do. But, I mean, how much different is a slip-on van to a flip-flop, though? You know what I mean? My Both pretty gay. gross man feet are enclosed in a fucking shoe, and your fucking hammer toes are fucking out from the I don't have hammer toes. I got Fred Flintstone feet, bitch. So do I. That's why I keep my fucking sweet-ass fucking slip-on shoes. Listen, man, I like my toes to breathe once in a while, you know? So do I when I'm at my house. Nature, bruh. 
Nature. Bruh. Bruh. Uh, all right. So, good song, Gary. Good to hear you pick something spacey. The only reason why I'm like, prolonging it even more so is because Ray's over there fucking cooking a feast over there for us. Yeah, so. uh, yeah he's cooking He's cooking everybody wings except for me, which is it's fine because I don't eat meat. But you like you critique like, hey man, how about you cook them in the fucking air fryer? No, I was asking. The man's I didn't, slaving no, over no, no, no. chicken I didn't wings. Yeah. It ain't good enough. I me. didn't critique shit. I would simply no, say, no, 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 how no. are you going to do it? You basically were saying, how you cooking this ain't good enough for me. No, that's not at all what happened. When he told me that he put cornflakes on the outside of a fucking wing one time, that was me arguing with him because that sounds terrible. The I don't like branded wings. The man is a great idea. The man is innovated. I liked it. He's an innovator. What he's doing now, I was just simply asking what he was going to do. He's going with the broiled method. I, being me, would have gone with the air fryer. Two different methods. Just, just two guys talking, bro. Nah, man, why don't you put that shit in the air fryer and get it all nice and crispy? That's me just making a nice suggestion, man. Nah, that's you could Don't be jealous. Jealous of what? He can throw your fucking, your your bullshit fucking zucchini in the fucking air fryer. Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Don't dunk it all up with the fucking gross-ass chicken. Put Mm -hmm. my zucchini in the air fryer. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Get it nice and crispy for me, Ray. You want a chicken sauce, guy? Matt, you don't want no fucking chicken juice on your zucchini? No, not in particular, no. I don't want no chicken juice on my... smells delicious. Fucking faggot. (laughs) There's that word again. All right, so uh, should we do Gary's second song and then Ray can kind of chime in sure. from, from afar? Um, I didn't really have much notes for it anyway. Me either. <clears throat> and this will tie in to our previous discussion very well because I said, of course, Gary would pick the worst Motorhead song. It may as well be Kiss. Oh. You don't think that sounds like Kiss? That's still simple drumming and the simple. Riff? I love this fucking song. And this song Fuck was in fucking. This, this song was in Airhead. And it's you gave up my facts, you cut! This fucking song is beautiful. Thanks! You, I'm, off the, I'm, I'm off the shelf. Good! Mike Jakes, you hired. Fuck. Bring Nate and you, bring bring that fucking smart kid from Germany with you too. No, no. Joe Sullivan's mine. Okay? He's mine. He's my secret. That's my secret episode. Me and then we're gonna start our own fucking podcast about history and shit. And you can be a guest on that once in a while. You don't even know nothing about history. Good, and then you'll just make me a member of that one too. No, and then I'll leave this. You weasel your way into this one. That's enough. I weasel my way. No, you guys. Said, hey, you coming? You coming? You coming? You coming? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, you might as well come. You part. It was of the show. more. It was more like a pity. Like, well, pity. Gary's gonna be blind in a year. He, he's gonna have something to look forward to. You know what? To. This is my last show. <laughs> I'm till, done till next week. No, I'm done. <laughs> I got plans next week. You're full of shit. Yeah, plans to be here, motherfucker. No, what, mm-hmm. what's next week? Actually, next week's gonna be a crazy week, so we're gonna have to figure that one out. But that's July fourth weekend. But I have my plans to be here. Okay, that's what I have. So before Ray finally shows up with his talking on this, I put uh, great tune "Born to Raise Hell" on the Airhead soundtrack. I thought this was an exclusive song for that album. But this is a different version than I'm thinking of. I only know the version from uh, Aaron Head soundtrack with Ice T and the guy from Ugly Kid Joe on it. If you didn't know that that was a different version, fuck you, Gary. You're welcome. Facts, facts, facts about my shit. That's what I know right there. It was a different version for Good that. Song. It was a re-recorded version with Ice T as a guest vocalist. It's a terrible song. Fuck you. What do you know? What's your favorite motorcycle? I don't hate I actually like this song. But I like the song. Bad. You gotta understand something. I like the song because I thought it was amazing. almost like the fucking, um, what's that, uh, the movie that we, Judgment Night. Yeah. I thought it was like that kind of thing. Like they got together and did the fucking, the song for that, that, that soundtrack. Yeah. I don't know much 
Motorhead, to be totally honest with you. Admittedly so, I should go back. There's a lot of bands I need to go back and listen to. Did you get to see them live? Motorhead? No, I've never got. I never got to see them live. I've never. I've seen them live by accident like three or four times. There's a fucking million bands I've never like. I've I've missed just because of happenstance or I just didn't have the right timing or. I, you, didn't you see them with me when we went to fucking Mayhem? Slayer. They were with that Slayer where I fell asleep during Slayer. They're at that show. Yeah, cause Slayer sucks live. I don't give a shit what anybody says. They're boring. You're a fucking insane. Fuck you, man. You see a fuck, you, you see one Slayer show, you've seen them all. No, no you're a Slayer fan anyway. No, you, you do the fucking the last tour had more pyro and shit going on on the stage than any shit, Kiss though. tour ever. Yeah, but it puts on a bigger show. Why is everything gonna be fucking Kiss? Why? Why? And you know what? Because they're they're showing without they're, their live stage stage show. There's nothing. The music isn't all that great. I like a lot of their songs, but the music isn't all that fucking much different than a lot of the other bullshit 70s and 80s rock that came out. What they have is their image, and what they have is their stage show. That's what they're known for. Just like Marilyn Manson. You take Marilyn Manson's gimmicks off of him, he's just another fucking gothic wannabe. You put the what the shit he did to himself on the stage with his band in the 90s of all times, in the heat of fucking... Uh, after rap, rap culture was fucking dominated the, the U.S. and fucking parents became crazy with the parental guidance bullshit he was he was who he was because of what he is that's why he's not that big of a deal anymore he's a nostalgia act now and that's why he goes on stage with like black fucking khakis and a shirt because he's a fat fuck and doesn't give a shit anymore and he walks on stage fucking drunk as a skunk all the time he doesn't do anything like what he did when he was in his 30s or I never, 20s first of all, I never understood that analogy drunk as a skunk like what does that even mean who cares it doesn't really matter the I just are... I, I hear it all the time like oh he's drunk as a skunk when's the last time you seen a skunk cause drink? white trash people like where I come from just like things that rhyme fuck you you in your mailbox you ever live in a fucking trailer I have Gary's from Arctic. I used to. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. I lived off of Arctic. That's worse. Yeah, yeah, you win. I lived off of Oakland <laughs> Beach. Oh, we're all, we're all white trash. Yeah, we are. We are definitely all white trash. <laughs> we got. <laughs> fucking let the world know I lived. We literally. We are the epitome of white trash right now. One guy has a fucking cutoff sleeve shirt. The other guy's got a fucking tank top on. I got fucking jorts. Yep. That <laughs> <laughs> Ray's, Ray's wearing fucking Ray's like got gym fucking, shorts. Yeah, gym, gym shorts and khaki. And, and he's wearing a Fitbit. Hey, no. <laughs> I just realized I don't have any paper towels. Oh, no. Oh, shit. What are we going to do? We can eat them outside when we're done. Come on, we're talking music here. Sit down. Let's go. We gotta finish this shit. Yeah, this is your favorite part where we talk music. I hope somebody else hated that Motorhead song. The only songs anybody talked to today were mine. I should be outraged, but I'm not. Nobody talked to your songs. Mm hmm. You guys talked about the spider. What's a fucking giant spider on the wall? Yep. Words didn't happened. You, didn't you bring the spider up? I said spider. Like uh, that. And then all of a sudden the discussion happened. You know? And my I feel I feel hurt. And I'd like, to talk, I'd like to talk about that. Unreal. Open forum. Change my mind. What time is it? 2.15. Look at him with this fancy shit. What time is it? He taps his wrist. Fucking Ray's getting into the 2010s, bro. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm only nine years behind. That's that, that, <laughs> that Bobby's technology. Oh, yeah. shit. Put his hand on the scanner. All right, Ray, what'd you think about Gary's second track? Uh, generic Motorhead song. That's Kiss. basically what I had. Kiss. I mean, I basically he didn't just even pull his phone out to read his notes. That's because I didn't have really any notes for it besides just you know your basic Motorhead. I like that song. I just yeah. again, it was I only it, thought... was it was more basic than basic Motorhead. Yeah. 
It's a pretty standard rock and roll song. I, I like it because what, for what it is. But yeah, it was Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have a second fact? I didn't hate it, but it's not. Or was your something I'd probably go My fact was there. blast on the radio tomorrow? Did you know that the Airhead song was had an extra vocal song? The Airhead's version? No, because the Airhead soundtrack isn't actually on. Uh, no, I know it's not on Spotify. It's, not, it's on somebody's like somebody mm-hmm. made their own playlist. playlist yeah. yeah, I hate that. Like, there's a fucking uh, there's an album. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of that on there. Fucking what the hell is it? Uh, and then record companies lose the right to albums, and the albums get taken off the tube sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's a fucking uh, Henry Rollins did a fucking West Memphis Three like Black Flag tribute. Fucking where he got well, like, the everybody to do illusions. The illusions album, which is my favorite Michael Graves thing. That's not on there. Him and Damian Eccles. I actually I have that on CD. I had a I I had to buy it digitally. I wish he would reprint that on vinyl. It would sell so fucking fast. He is. Is he? Yes, it's on his website. Get the fuck out of here. It's like thirty five bucks. Maybe I didn't. I just forgot. I drink a lot. He just. uh, That's why I'm not buying it because I don't fucking I don't listen to it online. It's worth having though. Some things are just worth having, like owning, because when you do want to sit and listen to it, you know. Anyways, um, ratings, guys. Steve. Um, first song I'll give a 2.2 second I'll give a 1 oh shit first song I'll give a solid 2.5 and, and the first song I'll give a half a point Gary because he picked something different is gonna get what do you call that a scaled version mm-hmm. right when you scale test mm-hmm. he's gonna get a scaled version because I'm gonna give him some credit for picking something a little outside of, of the box for him First song's getting a solid 2.75 for you. I think that's one of the first songs we've given him one of those. It would have been like a 2.35 because Gary stepped outside the box and played something that Ray would have listened to. He gets a solid 2.75. When I picked that song, I I instantly, when I heard all the spacey shit, I was like, this is is Ray's alley. Right up his alley. Choo-choo train. It is time. Um, The second track, if it was the Airheads version, would have gotten a solid 2.75 because of nostalgia reason, reasons. I never knew that this song was a, just a Motorhead song by itself. So, that's my ignorance. I like the song. I, I'll give it a 2.25. It's just a fun... If you threw if you threw this on at the Whalen, great song. Like, the people there would be like, oh, I actually like this song. They don't like when we play music when we go there, guys. Just is what I'm getting at. But, yeah, I, I, I like the song for what it is. But I also, I like more rock, like that kind of rock and roll. Does I like putting Gilded Cunt on the fucking karaoke play? machine. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh we go in there and play all kinds of shit. When Joe Walsh comes home. I've never been there. Oh, if they, it's got the search bar. Yeah, yeah, you just play whatever you want, and we piss off all the fucking. Every single time, we'll play like. I remember clearing out a full and... bar of veterans when I put Gilded Cunt on one time. Yep. Yeah, we've done that a lot. <laughs> That's a song that gets played there a lot. We play a lot of like the Newborn Gear. We play a lot of fucking, you know, whatever. A lot of different stuff. But they, you can pretty much play anything you want there. You have a hard time, but you'd still be able to find stuff that you knew yeah. that, you know, you just search around for it. Yeah. yeah. But it is fun to play that at a bar where you're just chilling out. And then, like, you'll have the one guy that's like, you didn't play enough Tom Petty. And he gets up and throws his dollar in. And he thinks he's going to. I need more ACDC. Yeah, he's going to get you because he picks off the fucking. The... Oh, shit! Fucking smoke alarms back! Uh, this should have happened on episode 52. Callback, bro. Callback, motherfucker. Well, technically, it's been over a year now. It has. It's been a while since the fucking smoke alarm and fucking uh, Dobby happened. That's because we don't open up windows. We're lucky we got blinds open. I wasn't pressed yeah, when I got here. They're ready. It is a good day to have the AC on, though. Uh, 
I was sad. Uh, this today wasn't too bad. Well, we got here early. I basically yeah, walk out there now. Yeah, so ball, ball, ball sticking a fucking thigh kind of night, you know. Um, last, night. last night fucking sucked, dude. I fucking weatherman, dude. Can, can you motherfuckers learn how to fucking do this shit? God damn it! Oh, it's gonna cool down because we're gonna get a couple more showers, and by the evening, by seven eight o'clock, it's gonna be in the mid yep. or late seventies. I didn't put my AC. Get the fuck out of here! I didn't put my AC in because of that. I was gonna put it out. I was like, ah, it's gonna be cool tonight. I'm not gonna go to that. Yeah, but, no. you know when it cooled down? One thirty in the morning. <laughs> when I fucking fuck finally went to I looked last night. It's like, oh, we're gonna get a shower uh, at like between six and eight in the morning. Which fucking to me, that's when I go to the fucking flea market. So I'm like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? Flea market's not gonna be on. Fucking, I checked this morning. Not one mention. It's like, oh, we're gonna get some rain at noon. I'm like, fuck you. You go up to that early? Yeah. When is it open? Seven. Oh, that makes sense. So if you take off, you get there right when it opens. I gotta, we gotta do that. That's or a swap meet, something like that. That'd be fucking fun and shit. I like going. Gary never invites me though. Mm. We can make, dude. If you guys are down, we can fucking. Because maybe next week. No, 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 I'm we got to go to a good one. Because, like, we'll do it in like, we'll you guys would want to go fucking in what? Like, for like vinyl? There's like nobody that's. No, sells. just go just because. I don't give a fuck about just vinyl. Like, that's, that's the number one thing for these two guys. But just, just stupid shit in general. Yeah. I collect old Nintendo games. Oh, yeah, dude. There's fucking people there. Because I go there every week. There's people there who fucking. I know, there's a lot of those. It's like, big right now, too. So. I have nobody selling vinyl. No, no, there are, but like it's like really, fucking yeah. garbage. Like yeah, but these two, money. yeah, these two. Well, that um, that place, the one we used to go to up in Mass. Yeah, there was one guy that always had a good selection of shit. The fucking older lady and the older guy. It was a, they were fucking. Expensive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still there. So like, if we were to go, I'd probably go up to Raynham, like what you guys. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What other ones are around here? Anyway? There's Raynham and there's uh, Seekonk, and then there's the fucking the, one in Seekonk. Seekonk Speedway. Oh, they still do that? Yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot all about that. Yeah. That one's that. hit or miss. It depends on, like, weather. Is like, it? if you know for ahead of time that, like, it's going to be a super sunny day, that place will be packed. But, like, if there's, like, a hint that there's going to be rain, like, to, like today. Well, it's all outdoors, yeah. Like, there was, like, fucking nobody there today. It's, like, it was a, a waste of fucking time. I could have, like, slept before fucking I came in. But I went there, and it was, like, fucking nobody. Fuck. I hate fucking weathermen. Fuck Don't weather you want weather. nobody? Oh, you mean vendors? Vendors. Oh, because, okay. like, nobody wants to go yeah, set yeah, up a yeah. table and pay yeah, yeah, if fucking yeah. nobody's going to come. Right. And then today when I was there... You ever do the Providence one? Right on the I haven't because I heard that's more of, like, a hipster. It is, but there's still cool shit there. It's more of a, like, a wear... My, my buddy Tuff has a, a tent there. He sells the pins and... Actually, they sell pins. They sell all kinds of shit now. But it's more Ooh. like... Isn't it more Chesh like... Chesh makes, like, um... It's like, it's like SD shit. Like yes and no. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. It's just something different, and it's in Providence. But plus, shout out to Tough and uh, his wife Chesh and Conjoined Pins. They're fucking awesome. They uh, they make some dope, dope stuff. They take um, he repurposes old magazines and stuff from like the seventies and eighties. Eighties would go go and find them from like swap meets and stuff. <clears throat> and turn turn them into like vintage pins, like actual old like Mickey Mouse pins. And you stuff. should probably get plates for these fellas. I'm gonna get a. a uh, bone, it's gonna a be a couple minutes before I attack that because my lips are fucked up and I can't be having hot stuff all over my face. But, um, and then I'm only really prolonging this conversation because we gotta wait for Ray to sit down and finish the conversation. It's his picks that we're about to talk about. Who's 
Yours. You're, you're oh, next, huh? Yeah. Oh, Steve. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You did mine Sorry. first. Yeah, no, that's right. Oh, guys, I'm a little off. I'm a little off. Yeah, remember fucking mashed potato head? I haven't drank in the middle of the day in a while. It's been a while. Normally, I drink around... It's been a while! Oof, that's a good song. That's a good callback. It's been a while. I don't hate that song. Yeah. That's the same song. He's got some good stuff. The first Thing album is actually pretty good. This, you know, I have it. It's not bad. It's not terrible. Me and Steve used to drive around and fucking sing the I'm on the Outside song. Yeah, we did. Hmm. I'm on the Outside. Who's that? Stain, isn't it? God, you know, when I think about shit like that, what we used to do when we drive around, like, shit. we were fucking idiots. Oh my god. We would, like, we would. <laughs> we're all young, bro. Me and Nolan used to fucking drive around, fucking. Uh, he had one subwoofer in the back of his drop top LeBaron. <laughs> it, was a, it was a single 12. And we'd crank up, like, fucking hate breed perseverance next to like old people just to fucking laugh or Ray had a set of subs in his back and in the back oh I'd fuck with people oh yeah you would pick up the nastiest black middle he had and fucking the longer the line at Citizens Bank on Coesit the worse the metal got and the louder it got in the jet I had subs at one time too but I wasn't really playing much metal back then (laughs) I had subs in my in my maximum I would play both I played a little bit that's when I had subs when I got more into hip hop but at that time I was into like that's when I got into like um, Dell, uh, uh, Delton twenty uh, yeah. thirty thirty rather shit like that. But I also liked popular shit too. So I don't know. That's also when you're like twenty two and you're trying to fucking get like girls to like you. So you're like, oh, I like this too. Big boob. But really, but really, you do, and you know. All right. So Steve's pick, Ray. You can start this one off. All right. Uh, basically, I'm gonna say Merciful Fate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what did I put? Seems to be more traditional heavy rock on the earlier stuff, more music based in the later King Diamond being more horror themed and more dramatic. Do you know much Merciful Fate? Uh, Melissa, you know, yeah. some stuff. I'm not, I didn't follow it too much. I think I got more into King Diamond and then yeah. backtracked, backpedaled and listened to a little bit of Merciful Fate. But I'd probably like to listen to a few of their albums. I like Merciful Fate better because he did a lot more of that mid-range voice rather than the high-pitched voice. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, a, it wasn't as much of a gimmick. I think he was just yeah. more of a vocalist. Yeah. That's, yeah, and he wasn't doing like the horror stories yet either. So. Yeah. I, I, well, I'll get into that, but I put Great Old Metal, definitely <laughs> Merciful Fate. I don't know much, and I should. I always mean to go back and listen to them. Great late seventies, early eighties is what I'm assuming this is when this was. Early eighties, yeah. I'm gonna say what, probably like eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, something like Such that. a bigger it's got a really big arena feel. Like this is he's got a like like you said, he's got a theatrical feel when he just went out on his own. Mm-hmm. But this was like arena metal. Like this felt fucking big. This I something else I, I also did was I picked I picked the I picked the first song first and that this is from the first this is the first song from the first album and I also made sure to after I decided it was going to be a song from the first album, I did a song from the first album as King Diamond. Hmm. Yeah. So just just to kind of Give match it up. Yeah. That's also where I had a hard time picking what I was going to do. I'm not going to lie. That's one of the, th- the curveballs I had. That's where I was. I gave myself a monkey wrench with that. Like, I'll get into that when I get into my picks. But. So I, I feel, I appreciate the fact that you did that. Um, it's a fact there, Gary. He's still looking at pictures of the fucking creepy looking guy. <laughs> Uh, they released their self-titled EP in 1982. That's about right. That's what this is? No, this is an LP. So about a year later. Oh, nice. One man beat and stabbed to death on Federal Hill last night. 
Well, yeah, fucking, did you read? It's like really six or seven people fucking beat the crap out of the guy. And really? And stabbed him. Oh, good. They, they all got in a fight, like, after leaving some club. Keep it classy. That's one of the reasons why I don't go to Providence anymore. Anyways. Um, yeah, this, it made me realize, listening to this, it made me realize that I, I do need to put some time in to go back and listen to Merciful Fate and King Diamond. <clears throat> the music's fucking so good, man. Yeah, musically, they're awesome. King Diamond is kind of like a, a quiet taste. I like it. I love his... Well, I, I'm a big... That's why I like Judas Priest so much, because I love Halford's fucking... He uses range. that range a lot more, though. Yeah. He, he uses that high pitch a lot more than, than Rob Halford does. Halford's got... It's, it's, uh, Halford yeah. isn't doing it as a theatric. Yeah. Halford's doing it as... Just, that's just showing how fucking uh, phenomenal his range is. Yeah. This is just a difference. You know, this guy is doing it because it's a theatrics thing. Like, yeah. Once he figured out that he can make it sound kind of creepy and he built a fucking aura around it. You're yeah. Good um. Yeah, it's a cool song. Uh, Ray with Jeff in the second song. Sweet. But got no teriyaki on your phone. No, I know. Um. Let's see. Slower, more melodic. A lot of switches. Keeps progressively getting better. Did you know the song? Uh I couldn't tell you the name of the song off the top of my head, but I've heard it before. I know I recognize the song. I just. I can't fucking remember. I've heard a lot of that stuff. This is I know more King Diamond than I know Merciful Fate, but he's one of those guys, as soon as you hear his voice, you know who it is. Yeah. It's not like it's so hard to figure. Plus, uh, well, my notes, to be exact, say King Diamond, baby. Uh, Steve also cleverly wore the shirt to match his pick. Yes, I did. Um, also, the king in his own, I admittedly don't know enough of either. Like, I should know more of that. Yeah. Seeing him live is one of my most vivid memories of, like, something that I didn't know that well, and I just went on a whim. Because Ray had an extra ticket, and I was like, I'm not going to not go see King Diamond. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> not, I don't know. Like, if you weren't that big of a Metallica fan, and somebody was like, hey, I got an extra ticket Metallica, you're not going to be like, no, I'm, you know, I only really know the Black Album. No, you fucking moron. Go and listen, you know what I mean? Like, there's just certain things you go to see because yeah. they're uh, I think you were the one who sent that thing last week, right? Like, he put out a live. Yeah. Live. He sounded fucking great. Yeah. The guy's in his 70s. It's a new song. Yeah. yeah. But I did notice that. King Diamond. King Diamond. Oh, really? He's got a new album coming up. He did it, yeah. He had sent a live link to a new song and it sounded fucking great. The only thing I... I'll say this about him, and I don't know what the deal is with it, but if, I don't know if you noticed. Did you see him when we saw him? Were you at that same show? I don't know if it was the same show, but I saw him... Was it Metal the Fest a couple years back? Yeah, we... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I saw him... We saw him at Rockstar Mayhem Fest. Yeah, I saw him in a building like with like the full thing, and I saw him during the day. So then we de- you were definitely... It was yeah. at the Palladium. Yeah. And like... It was me and you went, and then we ended up sitting with uh, Jay Damaso. Yeah, Jay Damaso, Chris, and Kevin were there, and then so we all sat up upstairs. Oh, your, your friend Kevin, um, <laughs> your flip flop buddy. Yeah, your Pokemon. Buddy. I was surprised at how many younger people were there. Yeah, Chris. I think Chris, uh, the drummer, Chris uh, McKenney was there also. But yeah, there was a lot of people there at that show. That was a good one. What were you going to say? You were in the middle of saying something. I can't remember now. Um, you were saying the only thing about him. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a girl off on the side of the stage that sings um, behind the curtain. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else saw that when they saw him live. So there's somebody backing up his high-pitched voice. And she only does it when he's hitting those falsettos. So I think he does it in case either it gives him an echo or it's just an old-school thing or something about it. But yeah. She's not on the stage. She's on the stage, but she's not part of the show. She's, like, off. Yeah. So we were up in the balcony when we watched it, so we could see her. 
So, and I, I noticed that. I thought that was kind of odd. So, yeah. that almost made me question whether you could still do it anymore. Because I don't know why you would do that without that, but still good. Still fantastic. So, I don't know how much of that girl it is, or you know what I mean? Like, but <clears throat> I'd like to find out. <clears throat> but I'm sure that's one of those, like, secrets of the show. Who the fuck knows? I think Danny Filth does the same thing, though. The keyboard player backs up a lot of his vocals. I've noticed when we saw them but she's part of the show so this you know what I mean like they use a similar thing right anyways yeah I would give uh, wouldn't do a rating oh what would you give a second back in 2010 it was revealed that he had several heart attacks and had to have a triple bypass surgery I didn't know that I think he was on the road at the time yeah like he uh, he went in he was having like chest pains and then they did like I think he had like a blocked artery or something, and then they did tests and they realized he had like several heart attacks. So they had to fucking get in surgery right away. Mm. He was off the road and like he couldn't do anything for like like two to three years. Mm. I think everybody thought he was gonna die. That's when people were surprised when he did the American tour. That's when we saw him after, mm. after all that. I think that was like his comeback tour, which I think was also the last year of uh, Mayhem. Well, when we saw him, it was different. That was different. Probably what you guys are. Yeah, because I think the last show was like, it was, um, was it Motorhead? Motorhead, uh, King Diamond, Slayer. Mm-hmm. Fucking, uh, all those tours fucking rolled together. Yeah. Except for fucking that shitty ass fucking Megadeth Disturbed. Oh my god. It's fucking terrible. That was fucking brutal. Oh my god. I fell asleep during Disturbed. Fucking Dave Mustaine just fucking stood in one spot for the whole fucking show. That's a second coincidence of that happened this week. Of things that I talk shit about on the show. Anybody see that video that was made for me from the wrestling company? No. Uh, it's a really cool video. And the song fit, you know, it's a wrestling video, but somebody used a disturbed video for a montage video. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> Insult me first. Yeah, just just you know, hit me up. But it's all good. I no hate there at all. Yeah, yeah. I get it. It's a wrestling thing, so I, I give anything that has to do with wrestling typically a pass on that because you have to you have to appease the audience. So yeah. Just because I'm not into it doesn't mean that the rest of the world wouldn't go and be like, holy shit, that's great, you know. Um, give some ratings, Ray. I'll give Merciful Fate a two point nine. I'll give King Diamond two and a half. Yeah, I, you know, stuff I'll, a little bit better. I'll match your rating on it. Mm-hmm. I, I give the first song a three. I like that song. That impressed mm-hmm. me a lot. It was way more like just straight metal than I realized that that stuff was. I, yeah, I think I just always assumed that it was more like King Diamond. The King Diamond stuff got a lot more progressive. Yeah, I still like both, but the first I like the first song better. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, so. Yeah, definitely cool picks, though. It's cool to hear those, because I don't really know what reason are we going to go ahead and be like, oh, this is a merciful fate today. Well, yeah. probably a lot of reasons, but that's yeah. you know, not one that you go and pick out a lot. Um, so, I'm thinking I'm last day, right? So, whoever wants to go first. Ready of notes? Not really, but I know exactly. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, you know who it is. Stone Temple Pilots, the yeah. only band from that era other than Alice in Chains that I gave a fuck about. Uh, great melody, great catchy hook. Not one of my favorite STP songs, but a good, still a good STP song. You didn't like the vibe? No. Really? 
I hope everybody listening to this in the headphones is hearing us smack our fucking lips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sauce came out pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I like when you guys throw the bones in and it makes that little ding. Yeah, yeah kind of like <laughs> ding. Like in the old West. Ray, do you have anything to say about this song? Uh, I think it's a good song. It's like a relaxing, driving type of fucking music to me, you know. Uh, or working, anything. Good tune. That's all I really had. Good. Gary. The band formed in 1988, 1989 and went by the name Mighty Joe Young. When they signed with Atlanta Reddick, they changed their name. I didn't know that at all. So obviously this is <clears throat> this one I picked uh, Scott Weiland, and this was literally down to the wire. I picked this while I was pissing in the bathroom before I came out. And I know, I heard you playing the song. I had to, I had to decide what I was going to listen to. Sometimes so I'll put my headphones on. Yeah, I do. You know, the other room and... All right, because I'm oh, then I'm ready, guys. Yeah, yeah, you have to sometimes. I must be the so, only one that like when we pick music. I literally like as soon as the theme's picked, I usually just pick it that day. Yeah, you guys. I'm okay. usually like night before or morning of. Yeah. Like when I came up with this theme, I was like, all right, I'm doing Motorhead. I'm surprised you even knew Lenny was in a band before Motorhead. <laughs> I'm not saying that as a knock. I'm just surprised. This motherfucker. See? No respect. Sleep, bro. He's sleeping on you. He wishes he was sleeping with me. Nice. <laughs> Sometimes. So here's the deal. Stone Tone Pilots is one of my favorite bands when I was growing up. I have a lot of <clears throat> appreciation for what Scott, uh, Scott Weiland did back then. I absolutely fucking adore the first album, Core. This album, Purple. Purple's one of my favorite albums of all time. Me too. This is my favorite song on Purple. Actually, still remains. I couldn't tell you why. It's just something about it. I think it's the most different song because a lot of the songs that they have that are great were kind of overplayed like Vaseline and things like that. Um, big empty. I didn't want to play something obvious. So, I played something that I really hold dear to my heart. I really, really, truly do love this song and I really do truly love this album. It means a lot to me. Um, the reason why I picked this was because, so I was down to, here's what I had going into today. Today, My original thought was Chris Barnes with uh, Cannibal Corpse and Six Feet Under. I'm a, more, I'm a big time Six Feet Under fan, early Six Feet Under. Then I thought in my head, well, there goes the debate of, well, Cannibal Corpse is still around right now, killing it. Their new stuff is better than their old stuff ever was. So, and new Six Feet Under fucking sucks. So yeah, like, but don't you get, yeah, but I haven't listened to them in a long time. Yeah, their new stuff is not good. You get the purists, though, who say that fucking... Don't they say Barnes is better? Because I've listened yeah. to a bunch of... Uh, yeah, and those people grinder. Like, yeah, and those people are And they're always, he's always like, oh... Yeah, but there's always those people. There's the same people that were like... Every band that replaces a singer always is going to have that. Listen to me. Chris Barnes is a phenomenal death metal singer. Probably the, the most prolific death metal singer. He's the, he's the reason why it became a thing. Throw that in the mix with... Um, East Ventura and a bunch of other reasons. <laughs> Their early albums are awesome. They're funny though. They're a meme. Like I Come Blood, uh, Fucked with the Knife, fucking Hammer Smash Face. Like Butcher all those songs. Birth. Yeah, Butchered at Birth. Fucking Gallery of Suicide. Like those songs are fucking silly. Is uh, I just want to ask a question. Is Ray the only one that literally has like a napkin yeah, or yes, something yes. that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is a napkin that I used yeah. to wipe the pan, but this is the only thing. Yeah, I have no paper towels. So, 
<laughs> Here's the deal. So I'm my, my biggest reason why I didn't end up picking that is because it's kind of more of a date a debate than what I really want to do. I want to pick it because I love early. As soon as I'm done, I'll pass. Listen right away here. I love that that shit. It still fucking holds up to me. But they fell off. They're not that good anymore. And to be totally honest with you, if you listen to the last couple uh, fucking Cannibal Corpse albums, they're better than anything Chris Barnes done. To be totally honest, they're better albums. Like they are better produced albums. My argument was going to be when I was into Six Feet Under in the fucking late '90s, early 2000s. I remember them. I go. I went to shows, and they not only headlined or were on bigger tours and fucking packed the place. Cannibal Corpse, I've seen a few times, and outside of being an opener for Slayer, which I barely even watched, fucking they can, they have a hard time putting fifty to one hundred people in a room. No matter yeah. how big of a name they are, they're mean. Like they just, they're just a name. Didn't they just play around here? Yeah, yeah. They played. Before, they opened up for Slayer. No, no, no. They played. Um, they was played like a fat? small place. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. They just played somewhere like Fat. Yeah, they did. I'm sure. I'm, pro- I'm sure there was a hundred people there. They just so they're crazy. they're not they're not like a big deal. Just, just right. because the problem is there's an aura about them now. Because like like I don't know how to explain it, man. I saw them at uh, Mayhem. They're they're good for what they are. They're great. I love old Cannibal Corpse. Oh, new Cannibal Corpse. But that's not the way. To, then I was gonna go with Scott Vogel. Who's the lead singer of Terror, who I love, but I don't know his old name at all, so I was gonna just take a shot in the dark and play one of their songs. Put a towel in the bathroom. Then, uh, what else was I gonna say? I was gonna play fucking, um, no joke. I had, at one point, I had Phil Collins and Genesis. Oh, shit. Which I almost did. I like Genesis. I like Phil Collins. I love his, uh, um, Susudio, whatever the fuck it is. I saw you. Yeah, there's something like, that would have been a great one. Then last minute, uh, so I had like four or five things ready to go. Then I had Brandon Chappetti from fucking Bleeding Through and 18 Visions. He was a guitarist for 18 Vision, Visions. Yeah. Went on to be good. But like I've played those before, so I didn't want to play the obvious thing. So I ended up coming up with this because the second band arguably at one point hit a, as big of a fucking pedestal as, as Sunset Pilots did. So that's what I had there. So when Steve gets back, we'll do the last. That's okay. nice. Yeah. You are now. What? Uh-huh. Exactly. Gary, it's officially your show right now. Go for it. Oh, man. God. Jackie, I hate you. <laughs> Joe Walsh, I love you. Mike Jakes, you're the best. Nate, you're cool. I like you a lot. Why are you being nice right now? I like these people. What are you nice? When? Yeah. I don't know. I, I I hate people who give me a reason. Or do something dumb that bothers me. And none of those people have done anything dumb. Or that people that get their last name tattooed on their stomach. What are you referring to? I don't know, just stupid tattoos. Yeah, nobody in this room knows anything about stupid tattoos. No, us? We're all well thought out here. Yes. We don't pick shit off the wall. Nope. Nope. We definitely don't do rose tattoos. No. We definitely do not get Paul Stanley roses. Nope. Everybody's and definitely washing their hands right now. I mean, anybody that gets a hand tattoo is a fucking obvious pussy. Fuck. Oh, I'm sorry, Harry. Damn. I'm just kidding, man. I actually look a lot. There's a rabbit outside. Race up. There's only rabbits. I get rabbits all over my house. Too. There's one like right there. So, do we move on to the second song yet? Or are we still on the first one? 
This is a weird episode, guys. There was a point where I was I was feeling pretty buzzed. All right. I assume this is Velvet Revolver, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so did you pick them because you thought they were more popular? Because I didn't feel like they reached that level. Well, to be totally honest with you. I was the same exact thing in my head. Here's what, it, here's what it came down to. What do you consider more popular? It's a debate, right? Do they reach... I, as big of a popularity or pretty high up there? I feel... I would say so. Influently, yeah. Stone Temple Tile was bigger, but I think in a glo- like a more... As a like, whole, because they've been around longer. As a more of like... Because um, music fucking obviously like changed. Like, think about 2005 when fucking... I think Velvet Revolver's bigger. Velvet it's You have the guys from Guns N' Roses who weren't allowed to be in a band for fucking 15 years or whatever it was because asshole fucking Axl Rose kept on putting off Chinese democracy finally get sick of it and say fuck it we're gonna put out a fucking new album we're gonna find us a, a new rock star singer they found him Scott Weiland not for nothing as much as I like Tiny Music in the Vatican City where the fuck that, that album was called it's not that's kind of where they fell off you either kept going with them or you kind of fell off from them I like that album but I don't know I don't really know anything else outside of that I never, I didn't follow them after that I gave up like I loved their first two albums because they were a piece of my history and my upbringing but like I don't really know. Stone Temple Pilots to me has always been one of those bands like they weren't as big as Nirvana. I don't think they were ever as big as Alice in Chains. I don't think they were even a fucking blip on the radar of a Pearl Jam. I feel at the time they were. As time went on, I don't think so. I think in 1994 to 1996, when the X Games were a big thing, a couple of their hits made it big. And I think there was a time in history where they had two albums that made them very popular. But then all of a sudden, it like kind of fizzled and vanished because it once Wyland got really into drugs, so did their music. Yeah, but I think if you take those two albums and then if you take the Velvet Revolver stuff, I don't. I at least I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. A you fan weren't listening to that kind of music at that point either, though. Uh, well, I, I kind of was, but not really. But I also didn't like Velvet Revolver as much, nearly as much. So maybe that colors my opinion. Me also. Again, <clears throat> but I didn't feel like. They reached the same levels of popularity, at least. I'm right going. Then. I'm going. Velvet Revolver has two albums. I only really care about the first two Stone Temple Pilots albums, even though I like the third one. I only really care about the first two. Mm-hmm. Two albums to two albums. What did Scott Weiland do with both of those? I think he got just as big, and he took a brand new band. Granted, partly because they're members of Guns N' Roses, but I think he, as a frontman, carried a band. To fucking stardom and fame twice. Yeah. I'm not looking at album sales. You know what I mean? I'm just looking at like a man went from one band to another band. That band tried replacing him as a front vocalist, couldn't do it. Nobody wanted to hear a fucking Scott Weiland le- less Stone Temple Pilots. You know what I mean? They're still yeah. trying. They still can't do it. They yeah. had Chester Bennington at one point, who arguably was a bigger phenomenon at one point than Scott Weiland nobody gave a fuck mm. because it's not him There's, this is a great argument for a, a vocalist a front man a good front man is untouchable oh yeah like that's just all there is to it realistically outside of Scott Weiland how many other people in some type of house can you name none can right. you imagine the only without Manor no can you no. imagine Pantera without Phil can you imagine no. but Danzig without Danzig Pant- well no because it's that name of right but, but the Pan- band is but, good too but Pantera is a weird exception because I feel like individually you know Rex is a bass player 
Yeah, you, you know, know them. Don, but if but you I agree with you. Yeah, if you put in Joe Blow. Well, they tried that. Singer. It's called Damage Plan. It sucked. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't good. They did. They tried yeah. it. It yeah. wasn't good. And then Vinny tried it again with Hellia, and it sucked. Yeah. And now they're trying to go on without fucking Vinny. Good yeah, luck. That's, yeah. that's fucking. Stupid. That's the biggest. That's such an atrocity. It's not even fucking funny. That's wrong. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Just come up with a new name of a band. It died when he died. That band was him. It was one guy. Nobody gives a fuck about that. That's like a sucks. That dude is awful. That it's band is good. The guy with the fucking like yeah from head. yeah from fucking Mudvayne Chad yeah. or whatever the fuck his name is. He's a douche. Fuck that guy. That guy sucks. That band sucks. The only reason why it was even popular was because of fucking Vinnie Paul and because he has a distinct drumming sound. He's gone. Yeah. Give it up. Stop it. Phil Anselmo can still play Pantera songs because he's the fucking voice of the band. Right. He doesn't go around going, I'm Phil from Pantera and I'm going to do those songs. He has a brand new band. He just happens to cover a couple of his old songs. Yeah. I have no problem with that. If Rex tomorrow starts a new band and goes... I'm gonna have. I'm gonna do a tour. I'm gonna play some of my original stuff. That's terrible. His solo album's awful. Fucking. He's put out another new solo album. Is he? Yeah. Great. The fucking <laughs> first one sucked dick. Yeah. Give it up. You're not. He's not a good vocalist. No. His fucking music is nothing special. Plus, didn't Kill he, Devil Hill was alright. I didn't mind that. Didn't he write a book too, and everybody said it was a bunch of lies? I have it. I, I got through fucking. I had half the first chapter. I couldn't get through it. What was it? I heard it wasn't. It's uh, come out. He's he's done in interviews that he's regretted saying a lot of the stuff that he said. Because it caused a lot of problems between him and Vinny and shit. But plus, he's also a fucking drunk and druggy too. So yeah. who knows what the fuck's real and what's not? He also swears up and down that he helped write a shitload of fucking Phil's riffs, yeah. not Phil. I mean, Dimes riffs. Like he might have helped put things together, but yeah. he, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like when he was when he was doing his press tour for this his first solo album, he was talking about how he helped fucking. He helped write the Cowboys from Hell riff, and he did all this other shit. Well, like, I mean, dude, it's gotta it's gotta suck being the guy. Like people know him. But they don't know him like Nobody they gives know. a fuck about a yeah, bass player right. outside of fucking... Yeah. There's like two bass players in the world anybody cares about. And that's Peter Steele and Les Claypool. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, Cliff Burton. <laughs> I mean, like, outside of that, that's it. You're dead. What about Gene Simmons? Like I said, there's three bass players in the world anybody gives a fuck about. That's not fucking true. Well, Kim, do you really look at him like a bass player or do you look at him like he's a piece of kiss? Yeah, but you know... No, no, no. Do you look at him like a bass player? Is he renowned for his bass playing ability? No. But he's go. a bass player. Being... But is he known as a bass player? He's Rex known, isn't known, known for singing. He's known as a bass player. Type of negative. Peter Steele is known for both. Rex is only known for being in Pantera. Well, no shit. That's the point. That's what we're arguing. I'm not arguing. That's what we're saying. That's his problem. Like he's the he's the he's the redheaded stepchild of the band because not only does he play bass, but he's also kind of awkward. Like he doesn't really stand out. He didn't have a pink beard. He doesn't look like Phil Anselmo. He doesn't look like Vinny. He's just a dude. That's quiet, with long hair, and he plays bass. And he wears, Very good, but... And he would wear a flannel on him. Like, he, yeah. he looked like he didn't fit. He looked the part at one point, but... Anyway, the, the point is, is... So here's why I picked this, because... I, I literally, realistically, I had four or five things written down. I can go through them. I, right before I decided to plug my phone in, said... I'll give it up to you guys. You guys tell me what you want to hear. Here are the four categories that I have. It's Gary's pick. Gary said, play rock and roll. This is the rock and roll. My four other ones were Scott Vogel with Terra, but I don't know his first band, Buried Alive, so I would have been playing a song I don't know and couldn't defend. But realistically, Terra's fucking massive. Brandon Petty from 18 Visions of Bleeding Through. I've already played both of those bands enough. Like, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. Chris Barnes, we've already talked about that. Phil Collins and Genesis. That would have been cool just to throw something different out there, but yeah. I don't know it enough to 
argue it or talk about it. Mm. Dallas Green with Alexis on Fire with City and Color. Mm. Or again, already played both of those bands. Don't want to keep beating that horse. So I went with my two real choices were Chris Barnes with Cannibal Corpse or Scott Weiland because when the fuck am I ever going to play a Velvet Revolver song in the yeah. show? So I figured throw throw it out there and this would give us something to talk about. I really like that song. I like a bunch of the songs off that album. Do I hold it anywhere near to what I hold the first two songs of? No. But I do realize and recognize the fact that in their mid to early 2000s, they were a big fucking deal. They played big fucking shows. They played big fucking tours. And that first album sold a lot of fucking records <clears throat> in the dying era of selling records. So you got to give it its credit. Now, granted, is it all Scott Weiland doing it? No. It's a lot of it was Slash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Duff McKagan or whatever. But, like, still gets credit. So if you're looking at it like one guy joining two different bands that was as successful while a band was still around, I give it credit. I mean, yeah. What was? What did you hear more about in two thousand five? Velvet Revolver or Stone Temple Pilots? Definitely Velvet Revolver. That's all. So, anyways, so I'll that, finish my notes. Yeah, um, then we can finish this shit. One of few Velvet Revolver songs I didn't mind. Decent riff, great hook, verse. Something I never noticed before really was in the verse he sounds more like Lane Staley than he does Scott Island. Yeah, yeah, he. I agree with you there. That's it. Scott Island has a. He had a crazy range, more so than a lot of people realize that he had. It's just he got too fucking... He got real drugged out by yeah. the end. Um, go ahead, Ray. Let's see what I have. Haven't heard this in a while. Basically forgot about it. Uh, decent song. Got a catchy hook. You know, reminds me of STB, STP, but a little bit beefed up. So that's yeah. all I really got. I like the solo a lot. Yeah. I always forget how good the solo actually is in that. Gary, uh, this band won the 2005 Grammy for best hard rock performance. Bonus fact: When Wyland left them because they had a problem with him, also and went back to Stone Temple Pilots to try doing a solo project, they tried out and wrote six songs with Corey Taylor from Slipknot and Stone Sour. That nobody's ever heard because nobody's ever released them, but they're out there. Yeah. And Corey's dangled them in front of people for a long time, but he's they're just for some reason nobody's released them. So I don't know who actually owns them, mm-hmm. but it'd be interesting to hear because his Stone Sour stuff is actually really good. Did they end up getting anybody else? Because I know they were gonna, they were trying to. I think they gave up on it, and I think they ended up just doing something else as a whole. I don't remember what. I think that's when they all split because Duff did his own solo thing. Slash went on to do another solo Slash thing, and then. He ended up going with uh, Miles Kennedy from Alter Bridge. Yeah. Which, that guy fucking sucks. I can't stand that guy's you know voice. That guy? I hate his fucking voice with a passion. It goes right fucking through me. Whose voice? Miles Kennedy. Who's that? Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Oh, uh, yeah. It just it just goes through me. I don't know why I have such a... It's, it's very whiny. It's like high-pitched. Like He's got range, but it's not range that I like. It doesn't it register in my ears right. And I don't know. Like, he's got a... Slash put out a solo album that had a bunch of guest vocals, like Fergie from Black Eyed Peas was on it. The lead singer, Matt Shadows from uh, uh, Avenged Sevenfold was on it, which is, that was actually a really good song. He had Ian Gillen on one of the songs. He had a couple other guys. And Miles Kennedy was, Kennedy was on two of them. And then Miles Kennedy went on tour with him and just did all the songs. But the two songs I hated the most on the album were his songs. So I just never understood, like... <coughs> Anyways. What, um... Ratings for the two songs, I guess. Go for that. I'll go 275 for the first one. 
two two five for the second. All right. I'll go uh, two point seven in the first, and I'll go with probably a two on the second, just because <laughs> I like the original a little bit better. Yeah. Again, and so do I. That's the number one Velvet yeah. Revolver song that I like. So we did our we did alright. There's a lot of funny stuff going on in the middle of this one. I think it kind of I think it burnt us all out. It's been a while since we had a couple of, now it's kinda of like relaxing, listening to tunes kind of stuff. Maybe sip another beer or two. Yeah. Uh I got me a cigar waiting too. I got one of these solo boys that are clearly designed to put weed in them. <laughs> but I like so, them. Yeah. I like backwards them. though. I've been smoking backwards for Jesus Christ since I was all eighteen since I could buy some cigars. I love those things. Me and Nolan got into them because Pepper Keenan used to smoke them on stage, so we used to bring a pack all the time when we'd sit down and throw them up for him. So there's my little my little fact about that. Here's the thing. To might as well kind of end the show with a little more talk about this kind of stuff. Did you have any backups or what else were you, were you thinking about doing? Um, I didn't think really anything about it till this morning, and this was the first thing that popped up. But one I was thinking about yesterday using was. Um, Ghost, but we've played we we've played them so many times. I yeah. just decided not to. But I thought it would be interesting to hear him doing death metal and your guys' reaction to it versus what he's doing now because the first band wasn't popular in you the guys sense of yeah, it wasn't popular in the sense of like mainstream. But yeah. they, this is the first time this chair has hurt my ass. That album guys. is considered kind of a, a late era death metal classic. I actually really like that Repugnant album. It was good, yeah. I was gonna go with Joan Jet. Joan Jet. You're shaking your head like I'm supposed to know something. I didn't have any other uh, any other options. Well, what what else was Joan Jet in? I have no idea. I don't either. She was in The Runaway. I don't know who that is. Really? No. You know The Runaway? They made a movie about it. No. Nope. It's four girls. They all went on to do other things. Lita Ford. Mm-hmm. Really? I know Leah Ford. I didn't know about the Runaways. You ever heard that fucking Cherry Bomb? I don't know. You probably heard that song. I think everybody's heard that song. Cherry Bomb? Oh, yeah. It's annoying. <clears throat> it's catchy, though. It'll be in your head, and then you'll be singing it fucking like later out on tonight. Not unless he hears it first. It's true. You're going to have to play it. Oh, you should. Should Lemmy sing it? Oh, I don't know. Dude, I fucking... I still haven't recovered fucking from last week. Holy shit. That was a good one, dude. I lost my fucking shit watching that. That was funny. That was one of the funniest things we've done so far. Analust and Lemmy together were just... That was was a match made in heaven. What about you, Ray? What else did you have in mind? Anything? Oh, Jesus. What'd you take out of it, though? What'd you think about the different sides of it, the different debates about it? Uh, Today's episode... Yeah, well, the the topic at hand, yes. The topic at hand, I thought it was an interesting topic. I mean, forward, though. everybody has their take, like we said, on what's popular and what's not popular. Or it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's open to interpretation. What Ray's really getting at is he didn't realize that he was supposed to pick the band that was more successful after the guy left. But it still worked. We talked about it. No, it didn't. Oh. It just was funny that, like, yeah. that is truly where the interpretation comes from. <laughs> exactly. And that guy is so ugly. I'm glad you think so. I mean, that I you think care so much about this guy. I am glad that Steve 
only really tried to debate me on it because of, we were the ones that were debating each other last night. Never one time went at Ray and been, which I don't blame you for. Never once was like, yeah, Ray, so can you prove that this new band, Death Towns Insane, is more popular than Spider-Man? Well, they are. I, 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 I definitely I'm, are. I'm yeah. just, I'm just yeah, fucking yeah. kidding around. I just thought it was, like, I don't have a problem with that at all. That's what I was hoping with. That's why, like, literally last night, I'm, like, getting ready for my match, and I'm fucking going back and forth with you and Rick about bands and yeah. stuff, and it's just funny how... It is amazing when you start to think about the different debates. Like, we should talk about that a little bit before the fucking show's in. Like, if you look at it, if we looked at this, like, truthfully, just on a success level, there's the obvious choices there, right? Yeah. So, like, Ozzy with Black Sabbath. I think that that's, like, the number one when you look at it. In our world, right? Because if I looked, I actually Googled this, and you don't, re- I forgot about a lot of things. A lot of people will say Paul McCartney from the Beatles, but Fuck I, I can't picture anything being Beatles. Neil Young and the Crazy Horses going to Neil Young. Well, Eric Clapton and anything else yeah. Eric Clapton's done. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, uh, wasn't, didn't Jimi Hendrix start in a band too? Jimi Hendrix's experience was three people. Yeah, but I, think he I thought he did something three. before that too. I thought he tried out for a band or something. I thought he was another one of those guys that had that lineage. I'm sure there is. But, it's just Clapton was in uh, Cream. He left yeah. and he Cream went solo. And then a couple, yeah, but he was in two or three other things. Was the Yardbirds thing? Wasn't he in that too? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kirk Hammond. Yeah. Exodus. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, he was shit. only on the demo. Fucking yeah. uh, what the hell's his name? The Robert well, Trujillo. He was in um, Trujillo. He was in Flotsam uh, and Jetsam. Trujillo. Well, no, no, no. Suicide. No, no. Uh, uh, he was in Suicide yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, Newstead was in Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Fucking Mustaine. Mustaine was on. He was. He helped start it, but I don't think he's actually on any records, is he? Um, I actually have a CD where it's a bunch of his. He was on some demos. Okay. Yo, so this was on the, the fucking the cassette. What the fuck is it called? Something in leather. I don't remember. He's not on Kill 'Em All De- though. Right? That's him mm, at that point. Yeah, I think he wrote some of those. Right? But if, yeah, he songs, wrote some yeah. of the songs. But if we were going from left the band. To a more popular yeah. band, then he that he, no, he loses, up. right? Yeah, that's why I never brought him up. Yeah, and even then, like, but see now, that's why I didn't bring up Trujillo because he didn't help start Metallica. He joined Metallica. That's a whole different category because that's a that's a whole other animal. A lot of bands or a lot of members yeah. have left bands and then joined more popular bands. There's a million of those. Fuck, man, Johnny Denias from fucking Shadows Fall is in Anthrax. Duh. <laughs> What's the bigger band there? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, fucking Anthrax. Or, like, uh, James Aya left fucking, um, uh, God, Bill, Billy fucking Corgan. Uh, Smash Pumpkins. Smash Pumpkins. He left the, uh, the Asian guy from Smash Pumpkins is, was in fucking, um, A Perfect Circle for a well, while. Actually, to bring it back around to, that, to today, Mickey D on, uh, was in Motorhead, but he did drums on that King Diamond record. What's that? But see, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a whole... That's a good topic to talk yeah. about. That's a good theme in general. Like, what, you know... But then you'd have to pick, like, what did they add to make that sound different later on. You know, Robert Trujillo was that, a good example of that. Like, New Said Left, they found him. Although, first album with Trujillo, not good. Was that San Anger? Oh, yeah. I never listened to that to this the very day. Fucking I will never even put it on. The worst thing it. you will ever put your fucking ears you know, I would take a thousand Disturbed albums over that. Yeah, fucking it's, every time something's really bad, the, a few years pass and people try to defend it, I've seen people trying to defend San Anger. You can't defend Really? Yeah. You cannot defend oh, that pile of shit. I think that was, I think there, I'm pretty sure, unless it was a made up thing, but there's facts about everything nowadays, I'm 
almost positive that to this day is the number one most returned album of all time. Returned album. No, seriously, like like people bought it, people flocked out because it was the first album in what fucking when that come out? Two thousand one, two thousand two, right? And then Reload was what ninety six or so. So there was like five, and you gotta think there was only two albums from nineteen ninety to ninety six, ninety seven, and those weren't exactly revered. Then they talk about how they're gonna go make a heavy album again. So people, the Metallica fans, think that they're gonna get a fucking heavy album. So everybody went out and flocked to buy the album the day it came out, mm-hmm. and literally within a couple hours, you could already find that album on the in the used bin. Oh, it was fucking bad. It was. I don't even remember worst. a lot of it musically, but just the production was so terrible. There's one specific thing from that album that you need to know. And that one specific thing ruins that entire album, and that's Lars Ulrich's snare drum. Yeah, the fucking ting, ting, like the fucking sound like he's like hitting a tin can. Yeah, awful. Yeah, but you know what? Because of that shitty album, we got fucking some kind of monster, which is one of the worst documentaries, music documentaries of all time. Really, I it's like, terrible. Oh, I love it. I they love it. they all act like a bunch of crybaby bitches on that fucking. Well, that's why it's so only, awesome. The only good part about that whole thing is seeing all the people that tried out to be the bass player. Pepper Keener from COC included. Yeah, fucking Les Claypool from fucking Primus. I was like, that's so weird. That going to that uh, Midnight Abbott show? Yeah, I definitely want to go to that. Hell yeah. Sure. Obituary. Yep. You know, I'm down for that. Wait, you don't pronounce that a bath? I don't know if it's Abbott, a Abbott. bath. I don't know. Could, I mean, however. It's just the guy from Immortal. Yeah. yeah. That's a, and the fact that it's going to Lupo's is really weird. Mm. I don't understand that at all. Like, I haven't been there. Is it big, small? What are they? It's, it's like the Palladium, just smaller. It's about yeah. a thousand person cap, yeah. I saw Marilyn Manson there when he came in 97. I've seen a lot of big shows there. That's what we saw Guar, fucking Lima God, Job for a Cowboy. It's yep. the, the, new, the people who re- took it over as and remade it, The Strand, they opened it right up because when it was Lupo's or the Roxy or whatever, they put a bunch of like booths and fucking shit for like club nights so it was more of a club than it was an actual like concert venue or rock venue whatever concert venue but now whoever bought it out redid the entire inside the entire the literally the bar I don't think there's a middle bar anymore there used to be a huge bar in the middle oh yeah I fucking hated that it was so bar. stupid it took up so much fucking floor space for people to be able to watch it. and that's not there anymore and there was like two or three or there was like three sections or layers just like the palladium yep. now the bars on the sides go literally the entire length of the place so no matter where where you are in the crowd, you can just walk to your right or to your left and get. And what's also cool is they do closed caption TV in the whole place. So along every single wall, there's TVs in the bathroom, in the lobby, that all have cameras on the stage at all times. So you can still see no matter what you're doing. If you're buying merch, if you're taking a piss, you can see the fucking what's going on on stage all the time. Oh no, a thousand sounds about right. Because. Obituary, I mean, they've been touring all along, so it's not like they haven't been touring forever, so people... That's not my point. My point is, is I'm surprised it's not at the Palladium, because that makes sense to me. They get metal. When's the last time you saw a metal show like that? That's true. The Lupus, Strand. They don't get or nobody Lupus. in there. Yeah. Right. It's all fucking garbage. That's what I'm getting at. And, like, realistically, I thought when you put, when you first put that up, I thought it was at FET immediately. Yeah. At FET, I get 500, 500 or so people. That mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Not fucking... Not that I don't I don't get that at all. Like it that sh- that surprised the fucking shit out of me when I saw that. I mean, c- clearly it's a it's obituaries the name there, but like I I just it surprised. Were they headlining? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's obituary bath. 
Midnight, Midnight and then and some other band. Devil Master. Do you know that band? Yeah, they're good too. They're like uh, the big uh, underground up and coming. I think they're on Relapse now. It's Where are they kind of? Ooh, Clouds of Goodness. Kind of Venomy. Kind of kind of like Midnight, but yeah. probably a lot harsher. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting show because like the people I already see going like, you know, doing the like or going to this thing or whatever, like it's all my dusk buddies and shit. Like, yeah, yeah it's going to be like real metal fucking... It's going to be interesting to see that at the Strand. Like, it's that place is super polished now. Like, yeah. it's it's really nice. The sound system is really nice. Oh, shit. We're about to get the fucking doom clouds of death, boys. Yeah, it's, it's looking nice. pretty... Uh, I'm yeah. cool with it, though. It's, it's, it, turned, it turned out perfect. Um, and it's going to be fast. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think there's a bunch... Of, obviously, there's still a bunch of other shows that I'm definitely down for. Yeah. But that, the fact that that's going to be in fucking Providence... We should make that list of all the shit we want to go to that we were talking we about. We should mm. get a calendar yeah. to hang here or leave here if that's cool with you. We'll fucking tape it right on the fucking table yeah. or something. Oh, well, I mean, whatever. We'll fucking put it on his on his fucking, on the side of his fridge or something if you're cool with that. Like, we'll just, what's well, a fucking calendar nowadays at the dollar store? Dollar? Mm. <laughs> you're welcome. Anyways. No, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of stuff coming in. So, oh my God. So many things that announced between shows remember that like the week after we did the fucking Friday release thing way better Friday release has happened since then every week has gotten better for me anyways the week after we do the bands that we want to go see there's like five more fucking tours get announced that are as good or better than the shit that we had to pick from like it's just goes to show you man that half point of the year it's tough to fucking nail things down because you don't know what's coming you know like especially with music you can't even get whispers of things, but I don't know. Anybody else have anything else? Can't say that I do. No. That's about it. I think that's about it. Two hours and 40 minutes. Um, themes for next week? How about that one I brought up last week? Uh, bands that started a genre but don't really get credit for it. It's mm. a good one. I'm okay with that if uh, anybody else raises their hand. I don't know if Gary will be able to fucking. Yeah, I'm lost right now. I don't know what. If Gary, uh, I don't know what genres are. For another one, do uh. Fuck you, ass. Two artists off the same split. Oh yeah. Mm. I would make if he's not gonna pick then, or if he only picks one of those, we should do three. We should do an artist that help create a genre and then two artists on the same split okay so it'd be like a dual a dual fucking theme show so four songs no it'd be three, no, it'd be three. He, if he doesn't know a do, genre uh, if, he, if he's already do going I don't know genre. how to pick that he can pick and then fucking do you know anything with splits or could you find like a seven inch split with two different bands on no so that's what I'm saying if he's gonna have a hard time so with one themes, song with the genre thing and two with the split yeah so it ended up being three each so we're still getting and I'll do Gary's facts. Oh no, you're not doing songs. I can't even do facts. No, so if you want, no, but I would. What do we normally do when it's when it, we do twelve songs? No, we do. We do eight songs. You guys, yeah. So you guys do three. It'd be nine piece. songs, but so we do three piece. But we got. I want him to be able to get something in there. So you do a fucking just do a random. Do like one random. We'll do it. We'll do an even ten because if it's nine songs between the three of us, let him just do literally any random he feels like doing. Yeah. Like your own theme. Yeah, literally like any fucking thing you want. Like just. It doesn't fucking matter. A song that like pops in your head, or a song that what's give him no. We should give him something. We, give him a fucking theme. We right gotta now. give him a theme. Yeah. Uh, 
Ready? Each pick something while we're on the mic. I say song that makes you think about the first time you blew a guy. No. <laughs> Uh, what's a, what's a song that you wish you could have used as a theme song for wrestling but never did? That's my that's my pick for a theme. My yeah, but when you when you find the perfect wrestling theme song, it's like you don't straight, you know, bulletproof is the best. Doesn't mean you never thought about picking someone else with a different character though. But what's C's pick? My pick would be surprise us with something you you would think that we would think that you wouldn't know. That's a good one. My pick is go search the internet for some black metal and come back and give us a fucking tune. <laughs> well, we're no you're not getting picked. So it's pretty much between these teams. <laughs> He's going to come back with a band that's nothing but black guys. <laughs> there are bad brains. <clears throat> and living color. I think that's it. As far as four black guys goes. There's a lot of black guys in metal, though. There's only one black guy in hockey. Imagine that. I think he played for... P.K. Subban. He played for the Bruins, right? No. No, he did. No. I think the Phillies, too. I think there might be more than one now, but not still not many. This, yeah, but how many can you name? Just one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, that shit ain't basketball. Ray said one too many. What are you going to go for theme? I didn't you got to pick nothing. one theme. Cause you only I have to play pick one it one. right now? Yeah. Ray, give one more, one more theme. A realistic... Theme pick. All right. So I'm. I am. Just to remind you, I am a song you wish you thought about using as an entrance song and now regret not using. And um, something you know that you would think that we would. We don't think you know. Yeah. A surprise. You would surprise us, pick essentially. Hmm. Come on, Ray. I can see the smoke coming out of your ears. Uh, play something that is, play the longest song you can find. Uh, yeah, you lose. He's not going to find a long song anyway. These aren't things I, that... I know, I can't think of anything. He's not going to do all three. He has to pick which theme he wants. He's only picking one. Yeah, that's still going to happen quick. We got dark in here. I have another beer in here, right? Yeah. All right, good. I'm going to drink it. I was going to smoke a cigar, but... I might save it for when the rain stops. What do you, anything? What are you thinking? We got a lot of dead air in this last four minutes. As intriguing as it is for me to play the longest song that I can find, I'll probably go with Steve's. I'm okay with that too. All right, so your your theme for next week is pick surprise a song. us. Pick a song with pick what? a song. No, it's a surprise us. No, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a song that you we wouldn't think that you would like. Right? Is that some dumb like dumb? or no? Yeah, yeah, like or no. I would say like because he knows a lot of the songs we play. He doesn't like any of the songs we play. No, he doesn't know ninety-five percent of the songs we play. Well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I knew your songs today. Today, you knew them. Knew them. I knew who they were. Okay. okay. Yeah, he didn't know the songs. No, oh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like you said, he's got a distinct voice. And he has a grandmother chasing him on stage. He does. He does. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, so we have a we have a, a couple themes for next week. That'll be fun. So we're gonna do one song. No, Genre. we're gonna do two songs. We have three songs that, uh, from the three brews and guys. 
cold brews, guys. Wow, <laughs> fucking rough today, guys. Jesus Christ, this one, my, my brain lost me. I lost, I lost all my funny at the fucking halfway point. Uh, so, two songs from a split, a mixed split. Then we also have to pick one song. What was the other one? Uh, the Someone who helped devi- define yeah, the genre that doesn't get really get any credit for it. Yeah, that's going to be tough, too. Oh, man, we're going to do this a research. You guys are going to do homework this week. <laughs> fucking assholes. Should be interesting. Also, next week is uh, 4th of July special week, spectacular week, so we're going to have all kinds of fucking fireworks for you, so you never know what we're going to come up with. It's pretty much just going to be the exact same show as today. but Except you know. for I'm going to eat a lot of Brussels sprouts, so there's going to be a lot of fireworks. A lot of tooting. He just tooted. Yeah, a lot like, of tooting. Uh, Ray! We fucking... You what a what a fucking tattletale you are, Ray, Ray, Raymond. Yes. Hit us with the clothing. Uh get the fuck out of my house, you sticky Brussels sprout eating piece of shit. It's raining. I don't want to get wet. Peace.